0: Yo, welcome to another edition of the Speaker Geeker Podcast. I'm your host, Steve-O-Steve, and I'm in here with my, uh, shoot, I just watched a movie called uh, Army of the Dead on Netflix. Oh, bro. So I'm in here with my fellow soldiers. tin <laughs> <laughs> no. hut. Hey, hey, I remember when Sister Shaka said that, it sounded so funny. Uh, but I'm in here with my, <laughs> with my fellow soldiers at arms, at ease, yeah. uh, Tommy T and G. In the and building, um, yeah, 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 yeah. And today's yeah. episode grew from a spicy conversation in the words of Marco, a spicy conversation Man. on Facebook. If you don't know, go to Tummy T's Facebook page. He well they ain't retweet on Facebook, but Man. he shared a um, a statement that said that big Crick, should be, and I'm paraphrasing, I'm not saying it word by word, but Big Creek should be named alongside Kendrick and J. Cole. So, from there, a conversation grew into an entire person like Hangman, and now we're here to talk about it, because it got really, really interesting, and we hoping to have, uh, we hoping that at some point we can do a live to have some couple people on to discuss this with us. I uh, was hoping to have some guests, but it didn't work out quite that way, but it's all good, because we're going to discuss it and tell you how we feel about it. (laughs) So, without further ado, please, 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 if you're watching us on YouTube, there is a button there. It has a bell beside it. It says subscribe. Just push it. It's very easy to do. Push. Boom. And then if you finding us on any of your favorite platforms, any of your favorite podcast places, anywhere, there's another subscribe button. You can subscribe and not miss any of our shows. And then also, man, you can comment, rate us, comment. We big boys. We take it. Just just uh-huh. write it in there. You know what I'm there saying? I might say F you later, but I might take <laughs> your comment and get greater. But at the end of the day, Please like, share, subscribe, comment, and most importantly, enjoy. Yo, fellas, how y'all what? weeks been? Man, the week's been good, man. I can't oh, complain. What, what's up? G, how's the week been? <laughs> been pretty good, man. I've, Yo, I've been having a pretty good week, man. That's what I'm talking about. Yo, I know it's hot as hell in Texas because it's hot as hell here in Tennessee. Bro, Yo, we'll y'all know get what one. We'll y'all get up you know
1: to? Actually, no, it's not hot here right now. Um, we've been having rain for like the last week and a half and it's not supposed to stop raining until like Thursday so oh, wow. we kind of stuck in that but then the forecast get hot as fuck after that so <laughs> we just gonna have to enjoy this little rain that we got because as soon as it leaves it's over because mm-hmm. it's gonna be June it's like uh uh-uh. yeah.
0: <laughs> man we got up to 91 Ooh, and yeah we got up is. to 90 I had to come inside and take a uh, a whole bath and because uh, I was <laughs> yeah, yeah. piss tips, and had to clean myself up <laughs> before I jumped on this hill, uh podcast, as you see. Uh yeah. But other than that, man, it's been a it's been an outstanding day. Besides getting a nail stuck in my tie, I don't know if y'all saw on my Facebook. Nigga, that was a boat, man. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that, that was, was a whole screwed up. Had a wash on it and everything. Right. It, it didn't make sense. <laughs>
1: Both of y'all niggas had flat tires, didn't? Man, because
2: uh, yeah. Tommy, I saw yours too. My shit went <laughs> flat from from just sitting. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, like man, I, I hate that.
0: Oh, just for just
2: yeah. like I you gotta, had nowhere to go and my tags are out, man. So you uh, know, black man. <laughs> man riding in the car with tags out and with tinted windows It's just asking for trouble, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, see, I got
0: run flat, so
2: you know. You, see, you got that expensive yeah. shit. I got the shit that you know, like. It's a lot of meat on the tire.
0: I <laughs> shoot, I didn't run so, flat work though, man. That was interesting because it's like, is the way the tire is built in the wall, there's like uh, some type of uh, like it's more sturdy so that your tire doesn't go flat. You can ride, you know, what I'm saying you can ride off of it when it has like a you know what I'm saying? No air in it. But luckily mm-hmm. uh, because of how the bolt, nail, screw, whatever it was, it was in my tire. My tire actually kept air. It would seep out. It was a slow leak. Yeah, so man. I just kept putting air in it to eventually get up to BMW to get to uh, use my warranty so they replaced it for gotcha. Gotcha.
1: $50 pretty much. Yeah.
0: So that's, that's cool. Does
1: uh Does your car come with like a spare tire in the back? If you got nah. the run flat like that. Not on BMWs, no. Yeah, because like when I got my, like this <laughs> Camaro, it didn't come with a spare in the back. It just got like a little air machine and uh, like some fix-a-flat spray and shit. Cause it's like, nah, bro. You ain't, ain't got no spare no more. Fuck that. I used to have one in my old Camaro because the old one was a, a six-cylinder. But when uh-huh. I upgraded to the eight, then it was like, nah, bro fuck with
0: you like that no more. Now, my Challenger has that in the back. It doesn't have a spare tire. It it has that like air pump, that weird-looking air pump machine and all that. So, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. It's interesting, but hey, whatever. Uh, Yeah, I ain't never had to use it, so it's just sitting back there. Yeah, luckily, that's the good thing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, man, a lot of music going on this week. You know what? This weekend was actually another pretty good music like weekend was I mean, it? it wasn't like the big names like you know uh-huh. cole Nikki Drake Wayne so on and so forth but uh man we had a lot we had a night nice, it was a nice round of music that dropped I think I kind of enlightened
2: me because yeah, I ain't hear none of this shit. Me neither. Oh,
1: man. Well <laughs> let's get to it then. Yeah let's get right <laughs> on into it man like because I ain't got nothing new for nobody. Um what I Let's go and get into this voice in your speakers. I just wanted to say the title and shit. Um, <laughs> let's see. This week, all I got is songs for you. Man. That's all I got. I ain't got no albums. I ain't listened to nothing new. Like I said, um, I tapped into that Blue Diamonds by Young Dog. I always liked that track of his most recent album. Um, then, I, of course, I'm still playing J. Cole. I was listening to Close because I really like that song. I got into uh, UGK. Dirty Money. Mm. And so I would listen to Gold Grill off of there. That jump mm. off it, bro. That jump off it. Like, take you back real quick. Um, I also revisited a couple of songs off of Jack Harlow's album, because I hadn't listened to it in a minute. And I was like, damn, Jack was killing this shit, man. Like, <laughs> this was pretty good. I had forgot that I liked it so much. Um, yeah. So I listened to that. I listened to... Um, this. This girl is probably becoming one of my favorite new people that I discovered recently. Her name is Isla, is I-Y-L-A. And I might have already said something about her, but I missed all of the fucking music from when it came out in like 2018. Um, but my my homie, DeMichael, put me on her and she got some good music, man. Like, she just, she does. She got a song with Method Man. Uh, I can't remember what that one is called, but it samples a uh, Cream, Get the Money. And so... The videos are great, bro. If you go and watch the videos, it's it's very um, Missy esque, like mm-hmm. it's got like that kind of feel to it because it's a lot of weird shit going on, like people's heads turning and crazy shit like that. But she can sing. That's that's really the the draw that's gonna keep you coming back. because she really has a nice voice. Um, on top of that, I heard some Key Glock bang. went back to the uh, yellow tape, uh, flyest, highest, coolest, smoothest. Uh, loaded a couple songs off there actually. I was listening to those. Um uh, went to uh what's this one? I went to back to Giveon because <laughs> I ain't really listened to Giveon in a minute. So I listened to a couple songs from him. Um went back to Sir, John Redcorn. That <laughs> John, I think that's a classic song, bro. That thing gonna be around. Like I'm yeah. gonna I'm, gonna, I'm gonna keep going back to that like forever because that's cool. And the video so cool cause it's fucking King of the Hill. So that shit crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, who the fuck came up with this? Because they was on something that day. But uh, outside of that, I listened to Jada Kiss, We Gonna Make It, featuring Styles P. Dead John is a forever fucking bump. Uh, I went and listened to, say what? I said, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Dead John, I just like, he'd be like, <laughs> Jada. Oh, i kiss you, you bitch-ass nigga. <laughs> hey, you're he <laughs> so aggressive on that record. You, you bitch-ass nigga. I'm like, damn. <laughs> Which gave me a lot of the vibes of uh, something I want to talk about a little bit later, it's, we ain't got to talk about it yet. That Kwame Brown shit. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he called me a lot of people, some. <laughs> yes, bitch-ass oh, niggas, man. Yes, I like yes. that. I like uh, that energy. And then I listened to an um, artist from the UK, <laughs> her name is Little Sims. Um, I first got onto her stuff a, a while ago um, she had an album and it was called uh, Stillness in Wonderland um, mm-hmm. but she's got a, like a new project coming out soon and you know how they like list a couple songs before the project drops that you can listen to beforehand mm-hmm. um, she got two songs that's out right now called Introvert and then the other one's called Woman um, great fucking rapper Sims like fucking great and she really is like a little ass person. It's ridiculous. Uh, but outside of that, it's just like stuff that came on on Shuffle. Nothing that I listened to on purpose necessarily <laughs> except for uh, Devin the Dude, Party. He got a song called Party. That jump fucking hilarious. Yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, man, that's it. That's going to wrap it up for me. I ain't going to take up too much time. Uh, Tommy, we're going to shoot it over your way before we jump to Steve.
2: All right, man. Mine's short and easy. What's up? Been listening to J. Cole, the off Season. Yes.
3: <laughs> 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 okay. All right.
1: Now I listen to Young MA <laughs> Off the Yak. Damn, I need to get on it.
2: You need to um, say listen to that. Gold Rolex, uh Bobby Sessions. Y'all remember I was, I told y'all about Bobby Sessions mm-hmm. uh Benny the Butcher and uh Freddie Gibbs. That was a song, whole lot of uh, it was a song by Money Man and Young Dolph. T.I. had a song come out, What It's Come To, where well, he addressed, yeah. uh, he addressed the the sexual abuse, assault stuff. Um, Lotto, she changed her name. Yes. Mm-hmm. To Lotto, the biggest. Um, <laughs> Lil Baby and Kirk Franklin's song, We Win. I heard that shit too. I forgot about that. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, man, but mostly, let me see that. Oh, Stunner Man, yeah. Birdman, Roddy Rich, and Lil mm-hmm. Wayne. Oh. Um, let me see, what else did I listen to? Uh, <laughs> this is funny, but Don't Take It Personal by uh, Jermaine Jackson. Don't ask. <laughs> this is the most random thing, but yeah, I listened to it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and Jackson. then uh just just so uh just to round out my list man J. Cole the offseason okay let's go
1: back right sweet. uh Jermaine Jackson you <laughs> right is <into> Jermaine Jackson <laughs> <laughs> so i was just scrolling
2: social media and my cousin, he put up something uh uh some easy come and easy go and i started singing the song i was like who sings this song and the only part I could think of was easy coming, easy go. Now it's like, don't take it personal. Now who sings this? And that's how I got to Jermaine Jackson, man. Mm, okay, okay, Because yeah. they uh they actually brought up when I typed in Don't Take It Personal, Monica came up. Yeah, that's what I was thinking when you said that. I was like, that's not Monica's song.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Monica didn't did sing that song that I'm thinking of, but yeah, that's how I got there, man. What you um, think of that uh Lil Baby and Kirk Franklin, John? Uh, it's okay. Yeah, that's what I thought <laughs> Yeah, it's it's like it's cool to see Kirk. I think it's awesome to see Kirk Franklin with the um like the top hip hop artists of today because it's 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 building a bridge, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. From like yeah. what he doing and 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 gospel music to uh hip hop, man, with little baby. But um, the song was only okay. You, uh, who's the producer, just blaze or uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you, you got that feeling like you, it's, it's funny because with the producers, Timbaland, Pharrell, just blaze. It's another one too. I can't think of his name, but you get a feeling about their songs. Like all their songs, they don't sound the same, but they feel the same. If that yeah. makes sense. Um, and, and so you got that feeling behind it, but I mean, like, it was just an okay song to me, man. Yeah. They, they had
1: some, uh, some more tweaking they could have done to that, in my opinion.
2: Yeah. I always feel that
1: way listening to any Just Plays track. Yeah.
2: But also, (coughs) if you think about it, man, I'm looking at the, at the thing, it's, it's from the Space Jam, um, soundtrack. So, I mean, like, it, it makes sense. To yeah. like, I wouldn't be like, "Oh, this is finna be a hit." Mm. It's just, it's, it's one of those things. Music from the
1: motion picture, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. It's made for the movie, so yeah, pretty much. Yeah. All right, then, man. Uh, we're gonna send it over there to Steve or Steve over there in good old Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so all those records
0: that uh Thomas just said, all those new records that he just talked about, I listen to those too. Uh Lotto. <laughs> She was spitting on that record. Yep. Yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoy her Instagram just to let her know if she's listening. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, I,
2: look, yeah, and I put them yeah, yeah. on, on it. So I feel,
0: oh, uh, I'm
2: sorry, Steve. Just got to throw this in there. City Girls, turcolator. Oh, later. You know, it's my turn. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just wanted to throw that in there. because no. like, you I said, said it after. I I did. It. Yeah, I did. You, you sure I did. did. <laughs> you don't
0: like no City Girls anyway. I mean I, I ain't gonna say I don't like them, but, but guess you who know. like City Girls. See me <laughs> um, and they came out with a new record called Twercolator. Now yeah. I ain't gonna lie, it wasn't uh what I expected, but did I enjoy it? Yeah, I mean it's gonna bang, it's gonna ring off in uh in the strip club for sure. So I'm looking to visit one very soon and I'm hoping to hear that off in that. It was pretty much a, a remake of the uh percolator song. Um yeah. With a little, you know, what I'm saying with a with with a city girl twist on it. So I love yeah. me some city girls. They they just crazy. Uh, I love them. Um, <laughs> of course, I listen to all those other songs. Plus, there was a big, uh, I I guess we can call it a big record uh, from Polo G that dropped. Uh, Polo G and Lil Wayne gang gang. Uh, I like the record. I like it a lot. It's him. Uh, I I really enjoy it. I I think. I,
1: I feel like I'm seeing him more. I'll- nowadays
0: polo you' G? seeing polo G pop up yeah <laughs> yeah I polo G I've been on polo G for a little while uh and I I got that alle for my boy John Merck uh shouts to him but I've been on polo G for a little while but he's popping up more and more so I think he's really <laughs> gaining his uh his stride but the person I really want to talk about on this record is Wayne Yo, is anybody noticing that Wayne? I don't know. Maybe he just done putting out a bunch of old crap, or you know, finally like moved on because seemed like Wayne just called him a second win. Like I'm like, yo, <laughs> it's so I'm just starting to spit again. Like what's going on here? Like what happened in his life <laughs> that things changed? And I feel like I really feel like Wayne is starting. uh Um. It's starting back up again. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Because he yeah. got to a point where it just seemed like everything <laughs> was... he was spending was just dated, you know? Yeah. So I'm definitely interested to see where we go from here with Wayne. But yeah, I'm, I'm going to keep paying attention and kind of seeing what, what Wayne got up his sleeve. Uh, from there, 42 Doug dropped his album. Yeah, Freedom Boys, which is cool. It's cool. It's 42. Um, I think it's cool. Uh also YG and Mozzie, uh community service. I like mm-hmm. YG. I like Mozzie. You put them two together and nah I man some good records on there. Uh I kinda enjoyed the artwork, is is pretty dope actually. They're like an all-white and they pretty much kind of like blend into the background. I dig it. Um also I went backwards this uh <laughs> this week and I wanted to hear some Master P get O D. So I listened to some beat, some Master P get O D. Uh, also listen at Welcome to Jet Life Records with Currency. <sighs> it was cool. It was cool. Um currency was definitely spinning, but that's that's Mr. Consistency himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, go back and check out our award show where we gave currency, Mr. Consistency. Yeah. yeah. Go back, speak gig awards. You can go back and check that out. Yeah, so subscribe <laughs> so you don't miss that. <laughs> um, Shout out to Currency, but I, I dig it. Uh, I, I'm gonna have to, The other artist's gonna have to grow on me. Um, yeah, but I dig it. Yo, I had this whole conversation about fabulous with my homeboy, Jay. Uh, if y'all don't know who Jay is, he's a friend to the show. He was on the show, back oh, yeah. on the DJ show. DJ Ace Boogie, as we uh as he's known in the DJ world. But he's a big Fabulous fan, but he said, man, Fabulous just ain't been the same in a while. And I was like, hold up. Sometimes Shootout 3 was pretty hard. Really? So that's, the, to...
2: that's the last thing he came out with, ain't
0: it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had to go back and listen to it, because he was like, man, look, sometimes Shootout 3 was ass. I was like, it wasn't yeah. ass. Mm-mm. Yeah, he Mm-mm. said it was ass. I, so I had to, to go disagree. back and yeah, I had to go back and listen. And when I went back and listened, I was like, no, it's not it, it, it really isn't. It's pretty good. Yeah. So, so safe to say, I went back and listened to Summertime Shootout Three. And I, I enjoyed it. Um, from there, man, I had to go back to listening to some more Moray, that street uh street yeah. sermons. Yeah. I just enjoy it. Um uh, I ain't gonna stick on that too long. Um yo, Benny the Butcher and 38 Special uh trust the sopranos. I didn't give it the <sighs> the I didn't give it the full listen. Yeah. But I got to go back and listen to it before what? I heard I mean the you know, it, from what I heard it, it I'm ready to go back and listen to it. I just haven't gave it the full like yeah. ugh, to it. So <laughs> I look forward to going back and checking that out. I'm always, I'm rocking with Benny. Uh Thursday special, this is my first time hearing him. So, I got to get used to him. Uh, but mm-hmm. we'll keep rocking with him. From there, yo, <coughs> yo, I, I, hey, look here. Pooh Shiesty is a problem, all right? Let y'all know <laughs> real quick. Because I didn't know he was dropping no spring deluxe version of oh, Shady season. Yes. Huh. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yes, I got to check it out. And look here. <laughs> The first, it's only like, I want to say he only added, uh, yeah, he only added like four songs, one through four. I believe, yeah, I believe he only added like four songs to it. But I got to go back through it because I, I feel like some people, I, I don't know, I got to go back through it again, but I feel like the first four is what he added. But nevertheless, look here, them four songs is hidden. And I, I think he took the spotlight. I don't think he meant to, but he did. <laughs> because, you know, everybody, a lot of people were looking, to, looking forward for 42 Doug's album. Mm-hmm. It was at the top of the list and then out of nowhere, Shiesty Season, uh, Spring Deluxe Drops, and it, it looked like it was at the at the top of the pack again. So Pooh Shiesty, shout out to him. Shout out to 4-2 Doug as well. Uh, from there, yo, I listened to a lot of 80s records uh, this week, and I kind of want to do, if y'all ever, um, if y'all heard some of my earlier stuff back with the funk era, go back and listen to that one. That's another one of our episodes. If you were subscribed, then you know we released it, and you wouldn't miss it. So go back, G- check that out. <laughs> just letting y'all live this damn Right now. I'm just letting you know, all right? That, that's it. And then hopefully in the future, we're going to go back and do some of ours, some that didn't have G on it, and yeah. then we're going to update it. So that's the plan, so get ready. Funk era, maybe one. But I went back and listened to some 80s R&B. Look here. When doves cry, back to life, nasty. Hey, look here. Janet Jackson, nasty is nasty. Uh, but I, I, I'm I'm going to be honest. Bobby Brown's probably... Hey, we gotta get Bobby Brown his flowers, man. My prerogative, I used to get slapped in the mouth for saying prerogative. (laughs) 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 That song was crazy. Uh, But I mean, you know, we can go on and on through all these amazing songs, like Groove Me from Guy, Lionel Richie's All Night Long. Uh, Yeah, see, (laughs) baby, Tonight, look here we gonna have to go back and yeah, we gonna have to go back and do that. A uh, lot of great records. If you go on Apple Music, find that eighties R and B essentials and just enjoy it. Um, from there, Young Ma off the Yak. Look here, I like Young Ma. Uh, yeah, I'm just hey, she's spinning. She it, it, that just is what it is. Yep, and you know I think she's uh. I think she's, you know, got a foundation. She's consistent. It throws you off sometimes because, you know, uh, she's a woman. But then you'd be like, wait, what's going on here? But, man, you got to give it to her, period. Spin. That's just it. I mean, I I like it. I say go back and listen to it. From there, a record that I, an album that I haven't given a chance yet, that Kodak Black, uh, Haitian boy Kodak. I listened to a couple of songs, haven't given it the listen that I really want to give it. And the reason why is because all right, I had to stop it. Because after we, after I started reading the uh, thread on Facebook about Big Crick, I had to go listen to some Crick. So from <laughs> there I listened to Crick was here, and then I went and listened to the Crick Essentials. So that rounded out, man. That pretty much rounded out my week. Uh oh, and then I I I went and look actually looked at a music video. Y'all know I don't look at music videos, but I went and looked at the music video for uh, for uh, for Duke Deuce and uh and Isaiah Rashad, and I enjoy it. I enjoy it thoroughly. We got the M Duke in there doing his thing. He gangster walking. What the fuck? (laughs) <laughs> and then you, get, you got you guys. Look like they was having a good time. So yeah. I don't normally watch music videos. So that's crazy. But I do it's, it's it's worth checking out. It's just a just a party. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. I did I did have one more song that I just like realized that I didn't mention. Um <laughs> Toby. Oh, oh five, shoot. Five. Why didn't that video like, <laughs> yeah, too? I did, Bro, I that video, the song. <laughs> that was Look, I put
0: after I went and listened to Toby, I just put it on, you know, Apple Music, you listen to like all the that's what one thing I hate about Apple Music. It doesn't show you if you like clicked on just like their the top records and let it play. Uh-huh. So mm. then you kind of forget that you listen to him when I'm going back through my list. But yes, I listen to Toby. I listen to Fi Fi. I'm about to be on the first name basis with Beyonce. Look, <laughs> I'm trying to get that too. So I wanna be on first ba- first name basis with Toby. Hey Man. Toby Man. one gay. See, I say his name correct. Tell yeah. me don't, so don't be I, first name basis I mess with it him. up, man. I don't mess it be up. first name basis
2: with him. Just I me. am trying my best to, to figure it out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that phone looked like they had so much fun. I didn't
2: see the, uh, they did a behind the scenes, uh, I didn't uh-huh. see it. But the video itself, okay. it, looked, it just looked like straight fun. Like, <laughs> like We just what? out this
1: hole. <laughs> I'm like, I wish I was on that basketball court. Like, right. <laughs> wearing mint green uh, right. drapes.
2: <laughs> man, that was a Dude. solid song, though, man.
1: Yeah. What did they, they shoot it They always at? come with it, buddy. They
0: do. What did they shoot it at?
1: I don't know where the hell they mm-hmm. shot it at, but I assume it's somewhere around this junk because, yeah. uh, like, the area of Houston that he's from, A Leaf, is not that far from where I live. And, uh, I'm assuming it's somewhere in the league, Texas area. Mm -hmm. Man, could you picture that? Hey, hey, just, just,
0: just crash it. Hey,
1: you best best believe. If everybody in in this hole, look, (laughs) I see them folks. outside shooting the video. You best believe I'm going to jump in there. Hey,
0: everybody in mint green, you come through in all black and just (laughs) dunk on one of them and just leave. And be they got to put in the video, right? Right. They be like, folks be like, no, nah, we can't have
2: that out. <laughs> like. Oh man, that's too funny, man. But yeah, I had to throw that in there because, like, that's a that's a dope ass song, man. That they yeah. came up with, Fat Verse was was dope as hell. Um, it's just, I like what they doing, man. Yeah. I really like what they doing, and then just seeing them on the trajectory that they're on man it's 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 awesome so
0: it's a real life yeah. family that fell over there and mm, that's really, what I like yeah, like, yeah i really yeah. really like it so hey, i got to get my charge. i'm a down y'all if i don't don't die man we yeah. finna keep going though man <laughs> keep it pushing i'll be right back <laughs> <laughs> ain't going. no ain't for
3: the stop the show
2: but um man i want to jump right into it man first thing i want to say is congratulations to bruno mars man oh, um yeah. i saw that too Yeah, I'm trying to get my words together. Um, going he's the only artist, I think is what they said, Uh to make Bruno Mars make history as first artist to have five diamond certified singles. Five of them jokers. So um Steve is the one that knows about like the diamond certifications and all that stuff, man. But it's higher than platinum. So. <laughs> 10 million
1: albums. Right? It's 10 million? Oh, yeah, 10 million copies. I mean, because I looked at it earlier and it was like 14,000. I mean, 14 million for one, 12 million for another. Yeah. One of them just hit 10. It was one that was 11. Uh, it was a... That's what I like. Um, Uptown Funk. Yeah. Grenade. I think When I Was Your Band and... Uh, I can't remember what the is first this is. Is this last was. one? Um, no, it's not, it's not uh, the one with Anderson Park. That one not there yet.
2: Uptown funk, just the way you are. Uptown funk when I was your man. That's it, just just the way you are was your That's what man. I like in grenade. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Like that's that's amazing, man. You gotta celebrate things like that, man. Um, because I know a few years ago they was trying to say he was a culture virtue, which I don't agree with. Um Cause I think he just makes good music, and appreciates where he gets uh, his ideas, and 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 appreciates the culture that it that he makes entertains. I guess you can say. Yeah. Um, so congratulations to him on that one. Now,
0: congratulations, Bruno,
2: <laughs> Steve, in this thing. Um, yeah. I want to get y'all get y'all opinion on this one, man. Cause my. Uh, <laughs> My thoughts on it is, is I'm, I'm conflicted a little bit. So two live crews, Uncle Luke calls out rock and roll, rock hall of fame for latest snub. He didn't get inducted to the rock and roll hall of fame this year. So my, where I'm like kind of conflicted upon on is Uncle Luke did a lot for hip hop. Um, especially southern hip hop when it, when like bass music was really out and, and the Miami scene was, was, you know, basically it was the Miami scene and then it moved up to Atlanta. And, uh-huh. um, he should be, um, rewarded or awarded for that because he's a staple in, um, in, you know, hip hop history. But where does he stand in, music history as an artist because it's only a few songs that I know and I really don't listen to him a lot and I don't feel like his music really transcended throughout time you know well uh-huh. you know what I'm saying but
0: what what are y'all thoughts on that um it's is when it comes to Luke it's more than his music. Yeah. Luke Luke is the reason for a lot of things like his, the whole thing about two lap crew and the censorship and all of that, that's deeply rooted. Like he, when you're talking about somebody who changed the game, yeah, he changed the game and when it like, it's crazy to look at it that way, but they're, they're like kind of on that level of NWA, so to speak. hmm when you talk about how these folks specifically targeted them and how yeah. they had to fight just to do their music mm-hmm. so and then if you don't have Luke make and with Luke and the Two Live Crew if you don't if they don't fight to make the music that they were making then you don't have city girls you don't yeah. have uh man you don't, you don't have you freak. don't have a lot of music from it yeah yeah man, you basically. don't have a lot of that you don't have I already mentioned Freak Nick. <laughs> right, right. Uh, you you don't have you know, that at all. You, you probably don't have Trina. You probably don't have. Uh, you probably don't have no little Kim. You don't
1: have. Make it even more personal, man. Just start naming songs, bro. Like I was, like I said, I was just listening to UGK the other day, and let yeah. me see it come on. And I'm like, yeah, let absolutely. me see it. Don't exist without Uncle Luke. Right, <laughs> right,
0: absolutely. You don't. You know. You don't get a lot of. You don't get. Some of those summertime hits like uh, Quiet City DJs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that. You know, like, I don't think you have that formula. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, it's so much that you just don't have if Luke doesn't exist. So as far as like going in, like even if it is just like if people only know like a couple songs, but those records are so big. Like when you hear that <laughs> <laughs> like it's like Yeah, like, that's Uncle Luke. Um, But if you don't have, you know, him, then you don't have those party records, I don't think. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to him going in, I think it's more than just, you know, the records that he has made, but the impression and the imprint that he has left on just music in general. Because I think his music is like, like, it crosses over from hip hop to pop to whatever the hell really. (laughs) I don't really know where to categorize it. So I think as far as him being snubbed, I don't know how it works. You know, I hate to be like, well, just, you know, wait to next year. Cause then it's kind of like, right. How does the years work? Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, is it, have they reached that point where it's like, okay, they can go in now or is it like, I got to look back into that to kind of get caught up on that. So I don't know about the snub part, but, you know, as far as them being in there, I mean, if you got, you know, if you're going to put rappers in there and stuff like that, then they
1: should go in there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we need to, like, have just a, it just needs to be, we already talked about that once, they need to change the name from fucking Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Absolutely that I got shit to do all the loop.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: but now it's, it's 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 like it's
2: the. You always compare the music industry to sport to the sports industry. I know it's different, mm-hmm. but I always do that comparison because the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is like the um the the basketball Hall of Fame or the football Hall of Fame, but it it just crosses over into different genres. Like I do think they need to need a hip hop hall of fame just by itself, but also um I didn't like you said, Steve, I didn't the, like the confliction comes from not really knowing the criteria to get in. Mm-hmm. You know, because we think about it, Jay Z is in a few times as a as a songwriter and as an artist, you know. Um Biggie is in a lot of a lot of rappers that got in, they first got in as songwriters. Yeah. You know, and so it's like, okay, like I honestly don't know the criteria to get Luke in, but I understand what he did for hip hop, especially in the South. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, you know how your your the big brother was good. But the little brother come around and he's cold as hell in the sport. Like that's Mm -hmm. how I feel like Uncle Luke was, or or my analogy to Uncle Luke. Uncle Uncle Luke was good for Southern hip hop, but you know the the people behind him came and made it better. Like because, like you said, Atlanta, the whole scene from Atlanta came from Uncle Luke, came from Miami. You know what I'm saying? And the whole scene, you wasn't doing nothing. In Miami, without Uncle Luke, like that was the the guy to go through or whatnot. But just everything he did for hip hop and uh, and stuff like that, I think it needs to be appreciated and um, him being awarded for it. But um, that was just something I was interested in and just curious to see what you guys thought about because I mean, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Listen, let's, let's be honest, man. It's a huge, it's a huge, uh, it's a huge deal, man. So. Um, let's see what else we got. Um, LL Cool. Oh, this is a good one. <laughs> I was thinking about this because I've never been to New York, but I would love mm-hmm. to visit this. Um, LL Cool J, Fat Joe, um, mm-hmm. and Nas celebrate groundbreaking of Universal Hip Hop Museum. Um, I think it's uh in the Bronx borough. A with them too. Um, I thought it was some more, but I'm just looking at it from this uh this article. Oh, okay. Yeah. They just say L Cool J Nas and Fat Joe. Which article is it?
0: It's uh one from Billboard. Gotcha. Yeah, I saw a photo of it. Um it'd be nice yeah, to I feel like go that's, that's where check I out.
1: Kim from, but I, yeah. I
0: saw her in the picture. They probably were all it was probably
2: way more people there. Yeah, I'm from, sure it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it wasn't just Yeah, impossible. So um I think that's big, man. For one, um, you know, hip hop museum, um just just the appreciation of hip hop, man, because where hip hop started, man, people said it was gonna die out. Um, they called it trash and and it's probably like the leading genre of music today, you know. Um it came out of pure um, Innocence, you know, <laughs> like literally came to spark from from just like house parties and, and where you yeah. would expect a new genre of music to come from. That's where it came from. And and it not being as old as it's like as old as other genres of music, but it being such it having such a big imprint on the music industry. Man, I think it's amazing that this. uh this museum, and also that that museum is being uh, built in New York is uh, also amazing because that essentially was the birthplace of hip hop. So um, shout out to them that's been working up there. I can't wait till we go visit. We all should just go up there, plan a trip to go visit all together and we can kind of like vlog it and talk about it and stuff like that, man. That'd be dope. Um... What else we got, man? I got two more things. Just found this out like yesterday. Hip hop photographer. Uh, I don't know how you say his name, Chi Modu. Sound right. Dead at 54. Oh, man. He was the I think he was the artist who photographed Tupac. Um, I think he did a lot of stuff for uh Biggie Snoop. Tupac. I think he was who was he with? Uh he's featuring New York Times, Rolling Stone. And I wanna say he was the photographer for a specific uh, magazine. I the magazine is like slipping my mind right now. Can't remember, but R.I.P. to him, man. He took some iconic photos of these artists, man, I think they are truly amazing, so it's it's one thing, man, it's just like, kind of like you want to appreciate the artists behind like everything around the genre, man, because they all are important, I think uh, you know, like we always talk about giving people their flowers while they're here, man, pay attention to other things other than the artists that's rapping, that's with the mic I think that's a, that's something that we should also, like me personally, I know I should start doing a little bit more, but just paying attention to, well, who, like, asking the question of, well, who took this photo or who thought to do this and, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. What about the beat? I know, um, this kind of off, off topic, but Timberland is actually coming up with, uh, I don't know if you guys follow him on YouTube or not, but he got a channel. Um, I think it's called Beatbox or something like that. I don't know if you guys heard about it, but he basically sitting down talking about beats, you know. Um, <laughs> he said the uh, one of the beats he did was like just, you know, he didn't save it, but it was on uh, J. Cole's new album. Um, what's the name of that song? He made the video for it. Um, was it, Amari, uh, Amari, yeah, say it was Amari, I think. Yeah. He made that beat. He was like, man, yeah, I made this and, uh, I didn't save it. <laughs> like, man, he's just his throwaway, one of his throwaway beats and, and, and that's on hard, man. So, but, um, yeah, so I think we just, if we take our time just to kind of appreciate everything about, the the specific music that we're listening to or a specific thing that we're looking at um because all those things are associated with hip hop and uh the genre um last thing i want to bring up man is ti came out with this song <laughs> t-
3: uh,
2: addressing this uh, you know this this sexual abuse allegations um He called the the girls that or the girl. I don't know who like what's going on with this. I tried my best to stay away from it, but he basically addressed it and it was like they lying on him, and I'm paraphrasing. Um, and that's what we've come to is that him being lied on. Um I don't know, man. I I really don't have much to say about that. The song is fire though.
0: Oh yeah I like the song. <laughs> the we, song had, is uh, fine. we had huh. a discussion. We had a discussion in my group chat about it. Um, <laughs> we, uh, DJ's Boogie DJ Press, my homeboy Merc, Fabe, Rob G. Uh, we kind of had a discussion about it, and man, it's a tough thing because whenever a woman comes forward and says this, automatically the male is guilty. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I kind of said in, in the in the group chat it's like it's America so you know good luck with that um, I don't know like for an allegation and by no means am I trying to hurt anyone's feelings but man we're living in a time where you can get a bag off of t- saying somebody you know what I'm saying does something to you um, now Could have happened. Yeah, none of us was there, but I don't know. I always find it weird that, you know, no one has, when you're anonymous and you say it, Mm -hmm. I always find it like really weird. Like, we had, I don't think, and he spoke on that in the record, and that's what I'm kind of pertaining to. Yeah. Like, you anonymously say that this happened, but, you know, there's no burden of proof from what we've seen, at least, that has occurred, nor do we even know who you are. I know at some point it's, like, protection for them, because you're gonna have some crazy fans or people that even come after them or whatever. Um, But, like, I just... Like, what's really going on? Like, is... Did this happen or not? You know? Because this was, like, what? This was, like, last year. Yeah. And, like, we haven't seen... No one go to jail. No one gets sued. Like nothing is really amounted to it. So then at that point, I'm just kind of like, all right, what's really going on? Uh I don't I don't know, man. It is a sticky situation, but like I guess my thing is, why is he automatically guilty if someone comes out and say it, if we don't have any proof of it? You know, like that's the only part that kind of gets to me because mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, why can't he prove that he's innocent? Um, well, you know, why is it because I mean, <laughs> me and Dummy have both been pretty much lied on by females before. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then it comes out, and then, you know, we get through whatever it is. Yeah. Um, but, you know, in no way are we in that position of where we got millions of dollars and people are trying to sue us. Um, but in in a sense, it's kind of like, all right, what's going on here? Like, did it happen or did it not? Um, can Why can't he like prove his innocence? Mm-hmm. Why do we automatically say, I think he did that shit? <laughs> Cause that's kind of how it all started in the group chat. It was like, man, it's on fire. But I think he did that shit, and I'm yeah. like, why? Why do we think that? Like, is it not? Is can we not actually? Could someone not actually be innocent and be like, no? <laughs> like, all of it was consensual. You did you did this all because you wanted to. You knew what this was. You know, like, why couldn't it actually be that? Why is it that? Automatically, the male is like, yo, you did that shit, (laughs) you Mm. know, as opposed to what if he didn't, you know, what if he really, really didn't. And, you know, this is all like someone got pissed off because he was like, no, I'm not paying you nothing. (laughs) Well, I'm going to come out and say this and there's nothing you can do about it. I'm going to ruin your career. And it's like, wait, you're gonna do what? Why? I'm not gonna, you know, like mm. I don't know. Now, if he did it, then hey, by all means, bro, you you and Tiny messed up. But I just wonder why is it always we're like, I, I think he did that shit, bro. <laughs> like, why is it always that instead of, yo, I don't know, I don't know if he did it or not. You know, like we just got to wait and see it play out. It just seems like all the time when this happens it's like I he probably did that shit you know and not just for tip, but for other artists as well whereas you know like we've seen some people go down for this for 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 this type of behavior Mm -hmm. but we also have seen some people that is like they still ain't they ain't went nowhere yet so what's what's really going on you know yeah so that that's just I, I don't know. It just kind of grinds my gears.
2: Man, it's, it's it's really hard to, and I'm gonna tell you, I've I've been like staying away from it, not even looking at it, not even mm-hmm. trying to address it, just because I'm a fan of Ti. And I would hate, and this is one of the most selfish things in the world, I know. But um, I would hate for something like that to happen, um, to be to be true. And so before I know if it's true or not, I don't want to really talk about it. But to answer your question, Steve, we give it the benefit of a doubt. I always look at the Bill Cosby uh, situation. Um. I don't know if it happened. Obviously, I wasn't born then. Um, but my thing is something happened. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know if he he possibly did drug these women. He he's been convicted of it. So hey, that's all I have to go off of. But Oh, you talking about Bill Cosby? Bill Cosby, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Bill Cosby. Um, but with T I we don't know anything.
3: Yeah. And it's like, for
2: me, the, the, him addressing it in the song is is basically what we know from his side. And yeah. most of the time, we're not going to listen to a man's side because it's like the benefit of the doubt is given to the woman because the man, most of the time we've seen where men have, I don't want to say like brainwashed <laughs> women, but have definitely abused women in a manner of manipulation. Um Rape, you know, real like real life rape and everything like that. But mostly, uh, you know, when you get a get a, a into a situation where the man has manipulated this woman to doing things that she usually would not do, you know. And so I think that's where it comes from with the with the benefit of the doubt that it's true. And I hate that because a man always has to prove that he didn't do something. Yeah rather than the woman having to prove that he did. And it it sounds crazy saying and I hate talking about it because I know people that have gone through situations like that and and it's like you know, I really didn't have anything to say, but that's, I mean, like that's the truth. You
0: know? Yeah, I've I've seen that as as well as far as, I've seen the actual, I've seen it happen always been around to kind of experience and I've heard guys talk about these things and you're like, yo, bro, that's (laughs) kind of, right, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But I can't, with the experience I've had with women as well, I've also figured out that there's some devious ass women out here. Mm-hmm. And, and the thing is, like, you see them outside and you're like, oh, she's just as sweet as she can be. And you get up behind closed door and you're like, I don't know this chick. What in the world? Right, right, right. Or you get to know someone and then as soon as something, some third party thing is introduced, whether it's a child, whether it's just a situation or it doesn't go their way, you get this entirely different person who is like, I'm going to say you did this. And you're like, wait, what are you talking about? Because <laughs> we did nothing of the sorts. Yeah. And man, just one of those situations I just really... Like, that's just the part that grabbed my gears is that we automatically look at the male ass. <laughs> Bro, you probably did it. Mm-hmm. When we, you know, because like even the Bill Cosby thing is like still to this day is kind of it's still the weirdest thing in the world because yeah. it's like, yo, this is like 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. And you're saying that, not to say that they were, you know, I'm, I'm trying to say why I don't offend any woman, yeah. but I gotta be completely honest. When you look at it, a lot of people are like, yo, this thing grew legs in a weird way and with like just stories and barely any proof, you're just kind of like, what just happened here? And then we were all like, yo, Bill Cosby is sick. He's a monster. And you're like, what? <laughs> like, right, right. Like where's everything? At? And, and is, I mean, if he did it, he did it. You know, it's kind of like the OJ thing, right? Like, yeah. you know, like
2: OJ did that
0: though. Bro. OJ got away. With it. <laughs> like OJ did that
2: for show. Sure. OJ, OJ couldn't. That. Yeah,
0: yeah. You know, OJ whole thing. But you figured out that all right, he really did do it.
2: But if then OJ some other didn't cases, do it. He had
0: something to do with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, whatever it was. But it, you know, like I, I just I always wonder. Like you know, yeah. the the biggest person is the one that is being most time the male. Yeah, uh, yeah, is the one that gets gets drugged through the mud until it's like, and even if he even if he proves his innocence, he's like, look, I told you I was innocent. Then it's like, yo, why are you dragging that poor girl? And you're like, mm, yeah, she just, you know, right. It's just the weirdest thing. And like, I, if, if, yeah, I won't, like, if, if this experience did happen to these women, all right, you know, deserve whatever you're gonna get. But let's not ignore that it could be a chance that eh, it's some it's some devious women out here, bro. I'm just being honest. It, it really is some, and it's more than you think, and you're like, yo, no one can really think that way. Why would they do that? And you're like, mm-hmm. "That's what you think? Shoot. Right. Nah, I find, out, find out that kid ain't yours. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to be like, Bruh. <laughs> you're going to be like, oh my goodness, you know? And, and that's a whole nother, but that I'm just a, saying. That is a completely different story, but boy, I'm going to i I'm, I'm I'm just hope I'm not being insensitive. I just want to be like. Sometimes it's it's rough to just. I just hate when someone's being drugged and they haven't had their chance to be like, yo, yeah. I, I really didn't do this. <laughs> like, I really didn't. And but yet you're like, your whole life is like destroyed afterwards. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because this is the yeah. thing that destroys it. Well, like, like automatically. Like this whole thing is undefeated. I don't think we've seen anybody come back from. From this type of situation, Mm-mm. or is it from um, sexual allegations specifically? Yeah, yeah. self um, Kobe. Yeah,
2: Kobe came back. Like, right? but he was found not guilty, though. Yeah, he was. I think he was <laughs> yeah.
0: found not guilty in the situation. But even, but you know, even if you are found not guilty, sometimes they still like, you know, it's still a blemish on your character. Yeah, it's, it's not going away.
1: Just be, yeah,
0: either either way it goes. So it,
1: it's I don't know, man. I just it's not it's not fair, bro. I, I feel I feel what you're saying. It's, it's not a fair thing at all. But it's it's also just human nature. It's yeah. the same thing as, as having two kids and one of them being older than the other one, and you mm-hmm. taking the side of the younger. One. They come in there and they say such and such hit me, and it's like you immediately believe the younger child because mm-hmm. they're the more vulnerable person in this situation. The women are normally the more vulnerable people in these situations. And it's it's a bigger cost to not believe the vulnerable person than it is to yeah. like like damn the person that's older. Like they can mm-hmm. take the punishment, so to speak. Yeah. It's like yeah. this person's like I'm the oldest in my family as far as the kids are concerned. If my little sister or my little brother go in there and tell my mom be young and shit and be like, Greg hit me or Greg did something to wrong me, I'm always going to get in trouble. It doesn't matter if I can prove that I did do it. I'm getting in trouble because they, they the younger one. Yes, and that's right. the power that they hold over me. But it's like, what can I fucking do about it? I can't do shit about it except understand that's just how the, the world <laughs> works. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so like, when we get these situations where we get people who uh, get accused of something, and, and normally it is a man, but most of the time it's it's a power dynamic that goes mm-hmm. with it and so it might be a a woman who has a lot of money who is accused of some shit like this it's like Mm -hmm. whoever has the most power is always gonna be the person who is like looked at and frowned upon like why did you do this thing Mm because we know how people operate when they get power like when you get power you feel like you can get away with shit yeah And, (laughs) and that's why we always be like Maybe they did it. But also, I get what you're saying, Steve. Like, yes, maybe they didn't do it. But we don't fucking know so all we can do is just operate the way we normally operate, which is to believe the person who seemed like they the most vulnerable mm-hmm. until we find out later, like, maybe that's not the truth. And then we'll be mm-hmm. like, we move on from it, but we still remember the situation. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, it's not fair at all. But at the <laughs> same time, it's like, that's, that's just the that's price true. you pay when you're trying to protect the vulnerable.
0: Yeah. Right. and I and I think you put you you said something that was so interesting it was like the vulnerable one like I think most of the time we we don't know how to see who's really the vulnerable person like we'd be like uh, she's a you know female you know he's a strong male blah we blah don't, blah we don't
2: view men as being vulnerable exactly
0: yep. Um, yep. when in fact if <laughs> <laughs> when in fact the man can be the most vulnerable when it comes to mm-hmm. a female oh. yeah yeah yeah, you know, for sure hell of a discussion guys
1: Uh,
2: <laughs> um, man, we yeah. ain't get started right?
0: because <laughs> yeah, we still ain't
1: touched on my nigga Kwame Brown and all we have this it shit. bro we have it <laughs> my goodness man go ahead and bring it up man man I just now saw that stuff today cause I haven't been able to for real check into it cause I mm-hmm. wasn't super familiar with Kwame Brown um I knew that he played basketball, but I didn't really know his story or anything. Um, so I kept seeing his name pop up on different people's statuses. And people were saying, oh, Kwame Brown went off on these people. He went off on them folks. He went off on mm-hmm. these people. And so I saw a couple videos today. One of them was him addressing uh, Stephen Jackson, uh, Matt Barnes, Gilbert Aramis. Uh I think that might've been it. And then there was another one where it was like, Matt Barnes responding to Kwame Brown. And then Kwame Brown responded to his response and calling him punk-ass, bitch-ass, everything. <laughs> and, and, yeah. and it was just... It was ridiculous because it was like, I don't know what they said, so I don't know how this all sparked. So if either one of y'all knows, I need to be in life because I have no idea what happened.
2: So I have no clue myself. I just watch Kwame Brown's video and mm-hmm. kind of just laugh at the situation and
0: move on. From uh from what I've heard and what I briefly seen, cause I haven't seen all the videos. I've caught some here and there and then I kind of just listen to people talk about. It. From what I heard is Kwame Brown is just pretty much fed up with the jokes. Uh mm-hmm. if you know who Kw- if everyone like remember Kwame Brown was the number 1 overall draft pick who went straight from high school that, mm. of, you know, that everyone refers to as a bus. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was, that's how every you know, he's the butt of a lot of jokes. And mm. I think, I think Kwame, um, you know what I'm saying? This, this is 20 years of insults. Uh, I think Kwame Brown just finally was fed up and just started going at anyone. Uh yeah. recently he's he's calling calling out Stephen A. Smith. Uh, he had a whole thing with Charlemagne, which Charlemagne mm-hmm. has apologized I saw it. for uh for unintentionally causing trauma. And I haven't even heard the what Charlemagne had to say, but um but pretty much he's flying off the handle at everyone. But mostly him and Stephen Jackson probably has the biggest issue. And there was a whole story about, you know, whatever happened. And, and now, you know, they're kind of, uh, yeah, it, it, they're at that point. So it, it really stems from all the insults from all over the years that comes at Kwame, uh, Cormier Brown because of his, uh, Pretty much because of what happened to him in the league, you know? I mean, the number one overall draft pick chosen straight out of high school. If we look at all the number one picks coming out of high school, you know, Braun, um, Kobe, Kobe. Who else? Who else we got? Well, just off of those two names alone. Yeah. I was going to say, those are
1: the people you think
0: of. <laughs> yeah. You're like, whoa, you coming out of high school? But so he just pretty much was fed up and whoever's in his way is 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 catching a bullet mm-hmm. <laughs> not in a literal sense uh but you know it, it just just get out of his way just leave him be um yeah man it's a it's a it's a lot this one runs deep uh like i said 20 years of insults yeah 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 um,
1: now nah, he was uh he was lashing out pretty hard at uh, matt Barnes. He, uh, yeah. <laughs> he brought up like his his children his ex, uh, I don't know if his wife or whatever. Um, and then he talked about just his, his whole existence of being a, a, a light skinned Nick. Like he he just kept doubling down on that and and, Mm -hmm. and making him feel bad for being caught in the middle of blackness and whiteness. And, uh, it was, it was a trip to say the least. Like I, I, I kind of was watching it with a straight face at first, but I couldn't help but laugh at his delivery. Because well, it was yeah. just like yeah. his old-ass slang and shit. Like, I just was like, this nigga for real called him a punk. <laughs> like, <laughs> like who the hell still says that? But uh, it, was, it was intense, though, because I felt like it was, like you said, it was coming from a, a place of just like, I'm tired of y'all. Why y'all steady poking it? I ain't mm. done nothing to anybody. I'm just over here minding my own business. Doing my own thing, and people just consistently keep bringing me up like it's okay to do so. Like, I'm not a, a living human being, <laughs> right? <laughs> who who still is around, <laughs> who has to hear this shit that y'all saying?
2: So, mm-hmm. it was a trip, yeah. I don't know what he calls him, man, but he calls himself. something <laughs> <laughs> no, man, dude, it's uh, it's funny, but it's like, damn, yeah.
1: You know, so kind of say it, man, it makes me think of uh like some of the kids that I work with and how they be getting like in trouble for shit like that. Cause the person who who, who speaks the loudest or retaliates mm-hmm. is the person who always gets in trouble mm-hmm. and, or, or getting the attention, yeah. so to speak. And so like if he was in my school, he be the one that's getting in trouble, me Brian. He be getting the one that's going to yes. get suspended because he retaliated. Right. But it's like, yeah. you ain't see all this 20 years of shit right. that right. happened to make this nigga have to do that? <laughs> to feel like this is the only way he could defend himself? Like, that's that's <laughs> what, that's my plight every day at work. He's yeah. trying to make people understand the 20-year part right. before they right. give a nigga the suspension for the retaliation. It's mm. like, bro, did you not see all this shit that led up to this?
2: Yeah, absolutely. He called that man Baker with the with the good hair.
1: Yeah, he, <laughs> got him, he told that man he was gonna pay his stylist to not work. <laughs> so, so his hair wouldn't look like that no more.
0: <laughs> oh man. He also told folks don't buy a jersey. He was like, That don't help me. Uh Damn. so it is and it's crazy. Um Man, it's... We're, we're, we're real life seeing a, a man blow up in front of your eyes. Yeah. Uh, and it's tough, you know? Mm-hmm. It's tough. It's like... I think at first it's gonna be... It, it seemed to happen like at first it's always like, oh, wow, this is going on. And then you have... Then after that you get uh, like the entertainment factor and then mm-hmm. eventually it becomes uh-huh. hold up. This is getting kind of getting kind of sad now. Yeah. Um so I don't know, man. I don't know where it's gonna go because he's really like
2: they ought to <sighs> do one of them uh thriller fights, man. Just let them box it out in the in the in the boxing ring, man. See who Yeah, in. but
0: but who he gonna fight? Cause he's he's talking Jackson crazy to Matt everyone. Barnes what, gonna put him in a gullet? Like, <laughs> like, like, he got some opponents to fight, now. <laughs> great. They coming there one after another. He got, he got a <laughs> couple <of> people <laughs> to just go at it with, man.
1: Um, as soon as he beat one, the next one come running down. <laughs> he he comes like a yeah, yeah, joke. Like,
2: <laughs>
0: like, goodness gracious, like. Yeah. Yeah. Put that
1: nigga in the Royal Rumble. All you need is the theme music. Hey, <laughs> what? he gotta throw him over the top rope one at a time and shit.
0: Man, that nah, that's gonna be hilarious. But I don't know. Ah, I, I, oh, man, I hope. I don't Somebody know what needs make like that. Yeah, no. that'll be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean when they used to have Celebrity Death Match on MTV? Yeah, yeah. this would be a perfect time for oh, it. Oh, not, not but not the Death Part, man. <laughs> just a Celebrity Wrestling. No, I'm talking about doing stuff. the actual Celebrity Death Match cartoon. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right yeah. The, the this might be crazy. Right, it's it's time to get out there. He just took the to and level. That Death to death yeah, yeah, the death part I'm just talking about the celebrity death match part just the actual clay figures cartoon that's funny yeah <laughs> it would be funny if they did but, that uh, I hope it doesn't go too far though uh, I hope it doesn't really I hope it doesn't get to the point of it gets physical um, but I think at this point like if I'm looking at it like being real life uh, I think that's how it's going to end up ending uh, but that I mean, hope it's like, not. Shit,
2: man, they might as well make some money off of it. That's what I'm saying. I don't even think it's going to get to that.
0: Uh, no but I, I think mean, somebody's going to get caught on the street
2: and think we are going to see it on World Star. Yeah, I think uh, they're just going to drop it, though, man. Because the thing about it is, if people stop, stop responding to them or trying uh, to respond to them, he gonna keep going, keep going, keep going till you run out of stuff
0: to talk about. True. And that's that's what I mean, though. Like, I think at this point with him, twenty years of being the butt of a joke to blowing up now, and then you getting all this attention. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think there's no apology after this. I think even when the cameras stop, I don't think he needs to apologize for anything he said. I think what he said is is
2: is. Fine, you know what I'm saying. Like I, I, think his lashing out, it's okay because it's it's all in retaliation of 20, 20 years of being
0: abused, basically. You know, so yeah, which is you know fine, but you know when you're putting out publicly, uh-huh. all the public gonna do nothing but tell you keep going until something happened to you. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, like, that's what I mean. Like, where, how does this end? Yeah. And, like, <laughs> hey, you yeah, because, yeah. because yeah. honestly, the public don't give a damn about you. Let's no. be honest. Hell no. They just want the entertainment. It's part. the entertainment value. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, once you put it out there, like how he's put it out there, then it's like, OK, now it's mm. like this ain't going. There's no way this ends in an apology. Uh-uh. Nah. This- apology. <laughs> Yeah, so like once the camera stopped rolling, yeah. then what does this go? So I, yeah. you know I think it's it's a, uh it's a sense
2: of y'all remember the movie Life where uh I think Cornbread had whooped uh Eddie Murphy. <laughs> yeah. And uh I don't remember old boy's name, but he was like, All right, that's enough. Man had enough of a beating. Pick mm-hmm. him up take him back in the room. I think that's how it's gonna end. <laughs> Kwame gonna be like, all right, that's enough. Man had enough
1: of a verbal beating. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> it's like it ain't even you ain't got no energy for it no more. You just, right. just yeah. swing just to swing. Like but I don't I, even really want to hit you no more. <laughs> I truly hope he can capitalize
2: off of this though. Yeah. Like it 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 I hope it benefits him in a positive manner to where he he does get
1: something you know, positive out of it. So before we move to the next thing, I did want to say like uh he well, I don't know if he said it specifically, but I've seen it from different people posts and uh even from Charlemagne as well. Um just talking about like the, the way that people measure success. Because everybody called this man fuss. And mm-hmm. and he's like, bro, I'm not a bust. Like I, I played seasons in the NBA. I made a lot of money. I was able to buy my mom a house, retire her, like take care of my damn self from my humble beginnings. Like, how is that being a bust? How how did I lose? Because <laughs> um, I think Charlemagne was like, he played like 13 seasons, made like $65 million or something. He's like, if you worked 13 years anywhere and made $65 million, that's not a failure. No, nah, like, not at all. You, you, you did a really good job, bro. Kudos to you. So, like, I think that's another thing that we have to uh, pay attention to is is how we measure success. Because I think, yeah, he did talk about it. He, Kwame Brown talked about it when he said, um, like, making it to the NBA is not a small feat. Like, less than 1% of people make it to the NBA. Mm-hmm. So, like, everybody in the NBA is the top of the top. He said, yes, it's levels once you get in there. But, like, <laughs> just being in the door you already like damn right <laughs> so there's <laughs> so no reason for anybody to be looking at you and looking down on what you've become mm-hmm. yeah no nah, that's that's, that's true I absolutely
0: agree I think we talked about that on on one of our episodes um man let us is up to you uh, yeah deal. yeah
2: that yeah, is man. the truth man um but that's all I have for the news
1: man <laughs> so, let's get into the topic for the day, man. Let's uh, do it. Let's I do can't do the segues as well as uh, the King Steve. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, I guess we can kind of trail off of that measure of success with yeah. it. We're talking about uh, Kendrick, Cole, and Crit. And we're talking about specifically putting Big Crit in the same conversation as Kendrick Lamar and Jermaine Cole. <laughs> <laughs> <I> got <laughs> a Benjamin the, Cole. Problem, the problem with Let's this go. is all right, there was a, a a status made by our very own Tommy T. Yes, sir. Tommy Tang. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he made a status, and the status, let me get back to it. I got the picture saved. It was simply just a shared post that said Big Crit should be mentioned in the same light as Cole and Kendrick. Mm-hmm. and I saw when Tommy posted this status, and I looked at it, and I was like, ooh, I'd like to say something to that, but I got something to do right now. <laughs> and then I came back to it a little bit later, and I noticed that um guy that I know from college, Stanley McGrady, shout out to Stanley, Stan Dingo, as he called himself sometimes, uh, <laughs> he said, lyrically, yes, range and flexibility, No. Crit will forever remain a southern rapper and in the underground mainstream. I don't know if that's by choice or not, but his sound has remained in an ever expanding box. I like that box, don't get me wrong, but he's still in it. And (laughs) there was a lot of backlash that that generated because people rightfully so did not necessarily vibe with what Stanley (laughs) said. And I don't have it pulled up on Facebook right now, so I can't, like, see the status. I'm trying to get back to it um, to see other people's responses. But just that enough was enough for me to be like, oh, I'm going to have to come back to this shit later. Like, I can't, <laughs> I can't just let that just, just ride. Like, I'm going to have to come back to this shit later. Right, right. But seeing that it was Tommy's status, Tommy, what did you think when you first got that uh that comment under your status? I was like, what is he talking about, man? <laughs>
2: And then so I think he uh, I was I said, but I think that comes from who he has worked with as far as the production side of things. Because Stanley was talking about like the box, to the the production, the box that he's in. But Big Crit, like we talk, talked about before, this last album that he did was the most that he's ever just went outside the box of his own beats. Uh-huh. You know, and then they started to get into the commercial, uh, the commercialization of everything, and I'm like, "Bro, like, no, like." Um, me and Steve was briefly talking about it earlier. It was like if you looked at a Mount Rushmore of that time period, uh-huh. and you had to pick a Mount Rushmore of that time period, it's definitely Drake, Kendrick, um, J. Cole, Crit. I don't even know who the fifth person is. is it four or five people. It's four. It's know, four. That would be yeah. my Mount Rushmore of that time period. You know what I'm saying? Regardless, like wherever Crit and, uh Cole, and Kendrick are, I'm putting Critt with with them talent wise. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And that's it. And that's strictly like what I look at because I've gotten to the point of recognizing that awards and and accolades doesn't tell you who's the best on the team or what type of talent you have on the team. Only one person can win it. Uh You know? That doesn't negate how good the other people around them are. You know what I'm saying? So um, He sent in a statement, right? Yeah. (laughs) He did. (laughs) Stanley did. (laughs) Read the man's statement. What did the man say? Let's see. Hold on. Stanley said... Um, And I quote, look, if y'all can't do a lot, just add this to the point. Crit versus Cole versus K-Dot. I don't like throwing Drake in there, but I guess you have to. It's like comparing Kobe, Iverson, T-Mac, and Shaq. Shaq plays the same game, measured by the same stats, but uh, the way he plays the position he is in, etc is so different that it's not easy to compare or talk about them together because you have to make exceptions. That's why I say crit is a yes if you cut out the commercial stuff and only talk about lyrics and rapping ability.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and was you finished after? Yeah, man, go ahead, man. Cause it's like, I did like, I, I posted that and then I started to see how many people responded. And I was like, "But well, where my guys at, though? <laughs> this whole oh, yeah, time, I've yeah. been waiting on y'all's response to it just to see what y'all thoughts were. Um, shout out to Shayna, too, man, because Shayna put me on Big Crit, and uh, I'm with Shayna.
0: <laughs> You're going to have to read something from Shayna. You're going to mention them and, uh, at some point. Um, so, for me, this, my absence was <laughs> yeah i didn't know about it until y'all shared it today i just <laughs> wasn't able to get on social media i've been busy uh so i completely missed it so i'm glad we're getting a chance to talk about it because as i went through the comments i was like i was like oh i see your point oh i see your point oh i see your point point. and then the one person that mentions Nipsey's name don't mention Nipsey's name in this this is got nothing to do with him all right um uh, <laughs> I just had to put that out there uh, <laughs> but uh, for a lot of folks I kind of saw their points um, uh, except for a few uh, a couple of people I was kind of like oh, okay why are you even in here if you're not going to elaborate Or uh, and me and G briefly had a discussion as well about this like when you come in you just like no then it's like no what like give yeah, us more he, That um, he came back and commented <laughs> Like elaborated more. It's funny. <laughs> still, when you when you come out nah, and you yeah. say stop or something like that, it's like, hold up, stop. What? No. you know, nah, give I us get... more than that. Um now I don't put Drake on that. I, I don't lump Drake <laughs> in with them. Uh and we was briefly gonna get to that point. I don't lump Drake in there with them because I feel like Drake Nikki are on another whole nother level, another platform. And then I do more like uh Kendrick Cole. Um Kendrick Cole Crit and a few others in that in, in that lump sum area. I think I feel like uh Drake, Nikki had a run totally by themselves. Before we really got that Kendrick Cole area, and even in that sense, uh, someone, re- someone uh, threw something out there that was that was pretty important. That eventually people separate themselves from the pack. Uh, I believe this. I-, I think it's true. I think people get to a point where they do separate themselves from the pack, and then we're like, oh, like you know, you clearly see it. As far as the like whole thing about the commercial thing, um, Yeah, I think it really dep- I think we're having two different discussions within one. Cause I think that if we're going to like he said, if you take away the commercial, then easily big crit lyrically, creatively, uh, feeling-wise, is is there, period. Um, but when we're looking at an artist for a total package, then I think that becomes another discussion. And I think that's what some people were trying to convey as others were like, you know, was looking more as a micro type of deal. Um, Yes, Big Creek hasn't had the commercial success as Kendrick and J. Cole, but we cannot forget that. Uh, Big Creek is definitely a, a a foundation piece in what we see hip-hop as today. Excuse me. You know, I kind of look at it like Hove, right? Like Jay-Z. Yeah. When you look at Jay, he's pretty much the total package, right? You got commercial hits, you got uh, lyricism, you got growth, you got creativity, you got like all that. And if we don't want to go with Jay, for all the people that's like, no, not Jay, if you don't want to go with Jay, let's, let's go with, I hate to say it, let's go with a Drake, right? Mm-hmm. Entertainment wise, all that. You're kind of looking at him like, uh, he kind of is that like total patch to some extent beside the whole, you know, all the other stuff. Um, so I think it's two separate conversations being had. So it's like a fight. So it's like, if we're given like, does Crick belong there, absolutely, because I think he's a founding piece, because I don't think you get a lot of the feels without Crick being within that conversation. If we're looking like as total, like a total package deal, then Crick only falls short because he only falls short because I feel like Kendrick and J. Cole separating themselves when they begin to gain that commercial critically acclaim all that that other part of the success when you get kind of like over the hill mm. you know so i think at some point we're kind of having like two separate discussions you know mm. um and that and, and you know if we're if and that's kind of me just kind of being like um uh, unlike you you may have heard g say it he says i'm gonna be Southern bias. <laughs> uh, and that's me just kind of taking my Southern biasness and putting it to the side and just kind of sitting back and saying, okay, so what is he really saying? The only thing I think we got to be careful of is saying, uh, somebody mentioned it in there and I, I'm sorry, I can't remember your name, but saying something, I think it might've been Shane saying something about are you pertaining to his voice? Cause regardless his voice going to be as Southern as it's possibly going to be, um, uh, I wish he could be on the show because I want to know what he meant by, uh, you know I'm saying, range, box and all that. Because I often say Rick, I often say Ross put himself in a box with the classical music stuff. And I feel like outside of that, he doesn't gain traction. So I kind of want to know a little more of like, all right, what you mean? What's the box? Because like, I don't want to, his. it would suck for us to be like, hey, his voice holds him back because he can't control that. That's his voice. He's from Mississippi, <laughs> you know, but if we, take that out and kind of look at crit as a whole. Uh, he's definitely successful, but do I think that, that he said se- that Kendrick and Cole separate themselves from the pack? Yes. Uh, do I think, uh, big crit does hold his own? Absolutely. Um, I just, I gotta look at it kind of like tears. That's why I can't, I can't put Drake there. Cause Drake just, I don't know where he went to. He just went and It was a, Crazy. As mm-hmm. far as J. Cole and Kendrick, I put them there and then up under that, I'm like, all right, Crick, Sean, uh a couple others pretty much ran that mm-hmm. that whole individual. So I, I just think we're having two different conversations at, at some point, you know? Yeah. Huh.
1: Well, I don't. Uh, <laughs> i think it's the same conversation i i i try to, to find where uh like range and flexibility could not be interpreted as appeal to uh achieve and garner commercial success or popular attention um because that's the only thing that i think that is actually missing from a person like big crit uh, I think of Crit the same way I think of T.I. before he became like a a huge superstar. T.I. already had all of the talent. It was just nobody was paying attention to it. And eventually people started to pay attention to it and it made him look like a bigger artist and a more talented artist than he used to be. But he didn't, in my eyes, gain any talent. He still was the same talent. He just now people see him, so it's magnified. Um, I think that's the difference between a Kendrick and a Cole and a Crit. And even if you want to talk about like that next tier up being Drake, is like Drake has a bigger magnifying glass on him than a Kendrick and a Cole. I don't think that Drake is any more talented than anybody that just said, like, including Ti. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think he's more talented than any of those things. I think Drake just has more people looking at him at once. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't think that's something that you can. Uh,
0: I don't think that's something you
1: should put a knock on somebody because they're not catering to the universal appeal of that time. Um, because it could easily be a different way. Could, mm. We could easily be in a, a different time period or a different country <laughs> or a different place where like, stuff just matters in a different way. I think that um, typically the South doesn't matter to people. So Crit being such an ambassador of the South the way that he is, like, he immediately don't get that held off. Like, from most people. Most people mm-hmm. don't even know who the fuck he is. Even, like, hip-hop heads. You ever seen the episode of uh, Drink Champs where Waka Flocka Flame was on there with Nori and all of them? And Nori and them, they didn't have shit to say about Crit. And they tried to, like, go past it, but Waka Flocka wouldn't let them because Waka Flocka is a person that came out the South, so he yeah. knows about Crit. And so he had to, like stop what they was doing to bring them back and say, no, we're going to talk about Crit for a second, that kind of thing. Because typically people just think it's okay to just overlook what's going on in the South because the perspective is that it's not important. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. The same way that we saw with like UGK and all of that kind of shit, it's like we just don't care. <laughs> um, yeah. There's a there's a line in a Bun B song that's called I think the story off of uh, Trio, the first one, and he was rapping and he said that they were having a lot of success down here in the South, him and C. And then, like, their their label was trying to, like, shelve them and, like, kind of basically just push them out the way until they got that big pimping look from Jay-Z. And Jay-Z was the one that called them up and was like, bro, y'all killing it, that kind of thing. Like, he recognized their talent, like, outside of the attention sphere. And it's like, then they get this attention and then they become a bigger act because of that. Their talent level didn't change. You go back to all them albums that made Jay-Z want to make their phone call, the talent was there. Mm -hmm. They was already cold as fuck. It's just, nobody couldn't see it because there was no eyes looking at that, and and people don't typically look there. And I Mm -hmm. think that when we look at this status and we look at the conversation that's being had and how Shayna is like taking up, I think that's what she's conveying It's like, bruh, you can't fault this man for like people not caring about the South. That don't mean that he's not as good. It just means that people don't give a fuck that he's as good. Right. That's right. a different conversation. So maybe we all <laughs> have a different conversation. Steve It's like, people just don't give a fuck about Chris. It's not that he not good or as good. They just don't care. It's yeah. like, uh, there's, it's always going to be a lot of shit that you just, you don't give a shit about. It's, it's going to be important to somebody, but then to you, you just won't even know it exists. And so to you, mm. it don't mean shit. Uh, another example, recently, uh, the fucking Memphis Grizzlies yesterday, yeah. they won game one of their fucking series, which I fully expected them to do because I've been watching them all goddamn season. And, like, when I look at the the coverage that they getting for, like, that game compared to all the rest of the games, even though Bron and AD played, like, fucking stank-ass trash yesterday. Like, they talking about Bron and AD, like, it's just, like, the story. And I'm like, nigga, it's other games that happened yesterday. Mm -hmm. Like, everybody played yesterday, but I'm only seeing y'all talk about these niggas. Um, Like, that's the popular story. Mm -hmm. That don't mean it was the best games. Like, a lot of games happened yesterday that was fucking good. Like, the Trey Young, them game. uh, was good as hell, but it's like nobody don't want to talk about them niggas. Cause don't nobody give a fuck about those teams because they're considered the small market. They're not yeah. considered like the big thing, like the uh, the headlining show. So like nobody's looking at that the same way. Um, but that's pretty much what my response to like what Stanley was saying is: is like that range and flexibility. You can miss me with that shit. I'm like nigga, <laughs> the range and flexibility it exists. It's just there is no audience. Like nobody's looking at the shit. They won't, they don't give a fuck. <laughs> it just don't matter. I don't yeah. think that's something that's a knock against crit or anything he's done. Um, I think he's even talked about it too on the, uh, the intro to Forever is a Mighty Long Time when he was like, bro, you won geography lottery. Like, congratulations, nigga. Like, you was born in the right area with the right accent or with the right skin color, or whatever the fuck it is that separates you from me, because it damn sure ain't talent. It's it's not that you better. It's that there's these other factors, these intangibles that I can't do shit about. Or like even going back to Mount Olympus, where it's like, you telling me I could be king of hip hop and they wouldn't give it to Andre 3000? like nigga please this shit ain't got nothing to do with us mm. god could physically come down and say he's the greatest my favorite y'all should listen he has potential to outlive the heat wave i'm sending through this motherfucker and rebuild for a whole other culture and that wouldn't be enough so fuck these hays and fuck these hoes and that's what he talking about. He talking about the Stanley Standingo ass niggas.
0: Fuck these haters and fuck these hoes. Damn right, I that. Like you know, that's you know, what he's saying. Don't call him Standingo, Dingo. <laughs> bro, it, it gives hey, me porn. It, it, g- it <laughs> gives me porn star vibes, <laughs> bro. It yeah. makes my skin crawl, man. I'm sure that's what he Oh goodness, really, you got to
2: meet Stanley,
0: bro. Like I'm he, sorry, yeah. I just uh, Stanley uh, one uh, cool ass dude. I just can't man. call him that. I'm, I'm sorry. It gives me porn star vibes. It's like weird and nasty.
1: I'm taking I'm taking that clip from what I just said. And that's where I'm tagging Stanley. <laughs> you know, the piece that I just did, I'm tagging this ass. I'm so like, nigga, come see me <laughs> now.
0: With what you you touched on, something that I I definitely agree with you with. Uh, that magnifying glass is a big thing because if we look at you know if we look at some of the people we mentioned, uh, you got my boy Jay Tucker. Once again, DJ Ace boogie. He mentioned he was like, it's crazy to see how you know we looking at. Probably two of the best, uh, best rappers as far as um, as far as Drake and Cole, and who they came from. Mm-hmm. You got Drake with Wayne, and then you got Cole with Jay, which is the you know Wayne was the best rapper live for a quick second, and then you have of course Jay, who is I mean is Jay, um, mm-hmm. and you can even throw Kendrick in there with Doctor Drake, Doctor Dr. Drake. Okay. Yeah, I, I want to throw that in, but I wanted to have that direct correlation. Cause like Okay, go ahead. Like Dre stamped it, but Jay and, and Wayne signed it. Gotcha. You know? Like I, so I, I see it a little just a little a little different, but you're absolutely right with, with the Dre. So you get this magnifying glass that is very important when it when it comes to it. So um so I do agree with that part. Big time, because that's, that's just the truth. Uh, the only, as far as the South, I think people do care a lot. I just think they hate it. You know what I'm saying? Because like, if you look at New York, uh, all the rappers up there, let's take French. Man, he sounds like he's from the South. Let's take ASAP Rocket, Rocky. They get inspiration from the South. Mm-hmm. Nicki, Nicki and French both had to come to the South to pretty much you know what I'm saying? And they don't talk about it as much, but mm-hmm. they came with, uh, Deb, Deb says it all the time. They, they always omit the fact that they had to come to Atlanta and go through their growing pains. And then they went, went back and they became, and they became what they became, but they were here. Um, if you look at PNB rock, uh, a lot of those artists up there, and they've even said a lot of like the South is running the radio and we still are to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at Drake, Drake's from freaking Canada anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I know his dad's in Memphis. Shut up. Uh, but Drake's <laughs> Drake is from Canada, but yet he got his stride in in the South. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you just said with Jay, Jay, Carl, UGK, they came up there, they killed it. Uh, I do think Bun B's growth grew uh, at a certain time and he spawned once him and Pimp were not together. But that's another conversation for another day. But yet I still think, you know, that was a part. I think we do have to work harder to get where we want to be. Uh-huh. Uh, even I mean, Cole is, I guess, to a sense, kind of part of that part of the South is if we if we look at it. Not nah, um, in the South. But you yeah. Know. So um, I think
1: they do Cole care is, about the South is, is from the South. But yeah, Cole, Cole's come up is not Southern. No, like not, he's, not, he's, not. his artist his come up has nothing to do with the South. Nah. He, nah. He's the
0: difference. He's <laughs> yeah. totally,
1: he's the reverse
0: because when he got to, he went to mm-hmm. school in New York and then everything pretty much blew from there. But, you know, he still had his certain roots. But, you know, I think that they do pay attention. I, I know that they do. I just think that they you
1: talking
0: about. Oh, everybody from all the other regions, like from the West, from the North,
1: uh, New York you talking Kelly, about like fans fans and artists I think nah, they I'm talking about like the i'm talking about the 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 people that's that's the the people who get to make the fucking magnifying glasses. Yeah. That's what I that's like, what I'm talking about too. Yeah. There yeah. You go. <coughs> I, I'm talking about them as well. They
0: pay attention because they've said it before, like the South is running those reg- I mean, Norrie comes to Miami all, you know, Norrie comes to Miami, you know, and you, you get that vibe there. Like the South has been running radio, uh, not just radio, I mean this internet wave for a long time. If you look at it now, the West. Like you, you've heard people say the West is getting back on. Uh, New York is really hasn't been New York for a long time with the rap stuff. But if you listen to all of them, you see Isaiah Rashad is from the South like no other. But yet he gets signed to TDE. So I'm like, they're paying. You know, even some of Kendrick stuff you can kind of hear a little bit of that southern twang in there. So what I mean is like they're like. The people that make those magnifying glasses are paying attention, uh, whether they like it or not. That's a, I think that's a big difference, uh, because just like I said, you take ASAP Rocky, Ferg, and all them, bro. That wasn't as south as it could possibly be, and they was from Harlem. And you know, Cameron, uh, you got a lot of people. Uh, they definitely pay attention because we've been running it for so long, and we can see it in their music. Uh, I just don't think do, do they like it. No, absolutely not. Because, like you said, they haven't. If we go back to that that classic moment with Andre three thousand and uh, with Outcast at the Source of Wars, you know, you can see that. I, I don't think they still. I think this day is still a kind of a, uh, you know, one of them things where it's like, uh man, when the South gone, you know. Like, the sound isn't this or that. So, I think that's the, I think they do care. It's just in a in a negative way. If that makes sense. You know, that's it's true. more like, alright, we gotta see them because they running. Real. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Gucci, Jeezy, Tip. Uh, if we're just looking at Al- Atlanta, is the new mecca for, Gee, even it's Black it's Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, it's Black yeah. Hollywood. So, it's like, It's like, you have to pay attention. Uh, I just, do they like it? I don't think they like it as much, but man, we've been running stuff for a very long
1: time. But I think that's the difference though, is like, we have to to work so hard to make people get to that point of, you got to pay attention. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't feel like it's the same way for other regions. I don't think you have to work so hard for people to have to pay attention. I think people expect greatness from other places. People expect you. New yeah. York to, to be good. They expect the West Coast to be good. They don't yeah. expect the South to be good. They just like, we see that you are good. And so as long as you keep producing, then we're going to keep on like, you know, mm. giving you the attention. But as soon as that shit, we feel it like it's up. drying up a little bit. We're yeah. trying to get the fuck out of Dodge because we don't want nothing to do with y'all niggas in the first place. Right. Like, we don't even like you niggas. We still mm. live in New York. We coming down there to see y'all and give y'all these press things. Y'all have to come up here for press runs and shit. Like you're not doing a press run in Memphis, Tennessee. You're not doing a press run in Nashville, Tennessee, most of the time. You're not doing a press run in fucking New Orleans. Or I don't even know if you're doing it in Atlanta. Atlanta got radio stations, but you're not really doing like the big like niggas, like the complexes and the double XLs and the the Power 90, Power 105, whatever the fuck it is in New York. Like the breakfast club and shit. Like, you gotta go to New York for that shit. You gotta go to LA to do LA leakers. You ain't doing that shit in fucking Houston, Texas. Like, that's not where you come to do that. (laughs) Right.
0: I do, but I think things uh, have changed. I I think they are changing. Cause when I worked in the music industry at BMI, what we would constantly say and and think I've been gone for like a year, but what we would, what we began to notice was, all right the the offices in in California, uh, there, you know there's some that are, st- are still there, but there were a lot that were like moving their offices to Nashville, mm-hmm. uh, Music Row, like everything's there. And I remember when, and you know what, you brought up something that, that was very interesting. I can't remember who said it. Uh, the quote, but they was like, you know, down here, we gotta take a trip. You know, they all know the record labels weren't all together, so we couldn't just walk up and down the street and go to each one. of in New York, of course, they're all there, and it's easier to to find them. or maneuver within that, and then also, you know, it's the it's the history behind the, you know, what I'm saying the West Coast, the history behind New York. You know, you got you talking about man, you got big. Pocket Slick from up north and then you got, you know what I'm saying, Wu-Tang and all that in the story, history of Afrika Bambaataa and so on and so forth. And then you got mm-hmm. the West Coast where you got Death Row, New Dog, Dre, NWA, so on and so forth. So the South came came in, you know, that was that whole thing about the South has something to say because, yeah, y'all got y'all lineage, but most of y'all lineage came from the South because this is a quick history lesson, boys and girls. All that stuff from from hip-hop a lot of from hip hop really started with the blues and where was the blues birth at in the south from old Negro spirituals all that came up that way Or out west because of course they was leaving the south because of what was going on mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying racially charged so when we look at the the real correlation of everything it comes back to the south you know what I'm saying it, it where it all really started and I mean of course people go on, you know they're going to hate it, but it just is what it is. And, and I see it as it return. And that's, I really think that's why we've been running for so long. Yeah. Uh, and there's been spurts of great music come out of other places. And there's no disrespect to none of them. There's spurts of great music come out from other places. But, you know, uh, even though, you know, this is some of the biggest radio stations are in, say, New York and whatever, we we look at it that way. There are, You know, folks got to come to Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people gotta to come to Atlanta. They gotta to come to Miami. People are coming to 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 uh Houston. I mean, shoot. Jim, I mean, Ross lives in 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 Georgia, uh, in Atlanta. So does Boosie. And you got a lot of these rappers who are from New York that really live down south. <laughs> uh but yeah, man, I, I think we're on the same wavelength when we talk about how I think. How we we, I know we know that they notice that we're here and we doing our thing and it's undeniable, but we know that deep down it probably burns them because it's like, yo, we from wherever we from and it's and it's cool because you should have that pride because you have that historic history like you have some of the greats, you know, mm-hmm. you got big like that's pressure on his own like you got Biggie, and you come from let alone the same city let alone the same borough as him like. Come on, yeah. man. Like, I'm sure there's a lot of pressure and you're like, yo, we we gotta, we, we gotta be successful and gotta run the torch. Same for the West. You come from, you know, California is like a whole, is the entire coast. And mm-hmm. you're talking about somebody like Snoop Dogg, Ice Cube, uh, Dr. Dre, NWA, Easy E, you got that lineage behind you. I get it. I get it. Uh, but once again, the South will always have something to say, and I think. I think when we relate this back to Crit, like you just said, with J. Cole, it's the flip. He he went to, you know, he went to college in New York, and then we we got introduced to Cole. Kendrick has always been from the West, uh, so he has that there. But for Crit, Crit embodies every Part every piece he is. If South was a word, that would be a big crit. Mm-hmm. I mean, not South was a word, but if South was, if a, was person, a person, yeah, it would be, be a big crit. crit. From his voice to his Twain to everything, um, all of that, and I uh, and he's right to a extent. Like that geographical geography. I mean, Mississippi. I mean, I don't know too many that come from there. So it is like we can even argue that about Atlanta. A lot of people that is from Atlanta are at least close. They find a way to pop now, but that's the Mecca. So they're there. So, yes, it's going to be even harder. And, you know, it's I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, well, I don't know, but I was going to say the
2: thing that I think about the most when it comes to crit and people question the commercialization of him he wasn't given the opportunities the same opportunity as kendrick lamar and uh, and j cole and when i mean by the same opportunity the record labels that he was on wasn't pushing him the same way that kendrick lamar was pushed nor the same way as j cole was pushed so how if you have a machine and the machine works we all know that the machine works you know what I'm saying? To get the accolades that you're looking for, that's why I try to remove what you've won because only one person can win that specific award for that specific year. And so, if you remove all those things and you go strictly straight on the talent, man, you got you. You like ultimately, you have the same. You you have the same artist. I want to
1: I don't wanna Just say like,
2: them as the same artist. Yeah. But um you have you, you, you have the same talent. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no one's I don't think no one is such a a
1: better artist than the others. No, no, you know especially not at the time that they was all popping, around right. that that 2010 to like 2012 era. Like that is, or even if you wanna say 2010 to 2014, 2015 era, yeah. like if you're looking at their bodies of work and you line them up side to side, you cannot fucking tell me. <laughs> like, outside of, outside of the critical acclaim piece, which is just popularity that means a lot of people knew about it, like, outside of the critical acclaim piece, like, if I line up Crit's project next to each one of Kendrick's projects at the same time, like, I'm not going to be, like, overwhelmingly, like, Kendrick is just look, like, way better. Like, I'm not going to overwhelmingly say that. Same thing with Cole. I'm not gonna be like, this is just way better than Crit did. I'm going to be like, these motherfuckers are comparable. Like, I see, mm-hmm. it. I can see that. I see this nigga's telling stories. This nigga's telling stories. This nigga got lyrical, uh, like prowess. This nigga got lyrical prowess. This nigga's doing this. This nigga's doing it. Like, I'm not gonna see the the place that it's gonna start to break down. It is gonna be just more people knew about this one. Mm.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like you look at it. You look at it. Uh, J Cole's Born center.
0: Came out. He was signed to Rock Nation. Well, uh-huh. then hold up. We got to be careful with Cole and Ke- the the record label part. We got to be careful. Uh-huh. And I'm gonna tell you why. Because when Cole signed, when Cole got signed to Jay, if you look back at at that, Jay didn't push Cole like that at all. Like Cole really kind of muddled his way to become what it what it was. And for TDE. Like, and that's for TDE at the beginning we say, you know, we had like there was rumbling of Kendrick but Mm -hmm. not but not in the way of like the label was the the machine behind him like that. With with Crit he was on the legend he was on a legendary label he was on Def Jam. Now, did they push him correctly? No, but when you say Def Jam that's 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 weight, but that's that's a different type of weight. So in that sense, I kind of say it's flip, I think he had he had more of the machine than them two did. Mm-mm. No, I, I ain't <laughs> gonna agree with you on that because cause, cause yeah, I just looked it
2: up. You well, gotta, uh, but, but Big how? Kid Mad City. And and I'm and uh that's a I'm just going off of those breakthrough albums. Uh Born Center, not Born Center, but Sideline Story with J. Cole, Good Kid, Mad, C- uh, Mad City with uh, Kendrick, and Catalactica with Big Krip. Uh Kendrick was... didn't come out the same time as those did? It came out in 2014, uh, I believe. So no, that's not a contemporary
1: of albums. Mm-hmm. No,
2: the reason why I say that is because those are the big albums that they had at that... Oh, at the, at the at albums that, that
1: they put out on their label. Like, yeah, they first the, album yeah,
2: on the label. Essentially. You. Um. Kendrick had TV, um, aftermath and Interscope. So he had those pushing them. Um, J. Cole had Rock Nation, and I think Columbia with a with a Sony distribution deal. I don't know how those deals work. And then um I'm looking at uh Catalactica right now. You had cinematic music group and death jam recording. Like I get what you're saying. Def Jam is, is the like Mecca of Dev Jam labels dev jam is labels. the, home. Def jam is, the know, is the most know. iconic record label that you can have in the black community. I
0: get that yeah, part black community in hip hop I didn't hip-hop. say black community in hip hop but um they didn't they didn't do like that's one of the reasons why
2: big crit left is because they put them on the shelf like catalactica was a fire album it didn't, did the on, it didn't have the same it didn't have the same um,
0: promotion behind it. I don't know how the big machines work, but I'm pretty sure. But I'm saying, when did they put him on the shelf? Because if you say after, then that's that doesn't, you know. When did he leave Death uh, Doom? 2016,
2: uh, I think. Yeah, he but got he, off, like,
1: uh, right before. What album was that that he had just got off? I think Forever was a mighty long time. Was like right after he got off.
0: Yeah, yeah, he he left later, uh, later on. And like, if we look at when, like, when did he go on the shelf is the question. Uh, I know there was a gap where we, he was just kind of like disappeared. But when Catalactica dropped, it wasn't like he was, he wasn't on the shelf before and he wasn't on the shelf after Catalactica dropped. You know what I'm saying? Well, what was done to promote him?
1: Yeah, because the only thing I remember hearing about Catalactica was shit from Crit. <laughs> like, I, that don't, part, I don't remember that being a, a thing that just like overtook me because it was just out there. It was yeah. like, no, I just knew about it because I knew about Crit.
0: That part I, I can't recall. I ain't gonna lie to you, but at the mm-hmm. same time, I don't recall yeah, what for, was pushing born center at all. Only, as far only as reason. Kendrick, as far as Kendrick, I will say that you know you have more of. Like the West artists saying, "Hey, this, this, and that." And third, whereas yeah. with J. Cole, you didn't, you didn't have like a co- a real cosign from J. You didn't have much of, like Born Center. Like we gonna talk
1: about that too. You the know what I'm saying? And like the weight <laughs> that they carry, like because because the cosigns, the cosigns are a microcosm of what we've been talking about, mm. and and how much weight that they carry. Because a cosign from Jay Z who is, like, it's it's earned. It should be a big deal. A cosign from Dr. Dre or, like, The Game or Snoop Dogg, that should be a big deal. Mm -hmm. But it also should be a big deal if you get a cosign from fucking (laughs) Bun-B. Like, Bun-B is a huge artist as well. And Bun-B has been on crit shit since, like, the fucking beginning. Chris has been on crit shit since the fucking beginning. Their cosigns don't mean TI has been fucking with Chris, but their cosigns don't mean the same thing as a JC or a Dr. Dre cosign.
0: It don't, because and why? <laughs> why? Because the the legendary status of a J and a Dr. Dre or Snoop, even game, I mean, and, and I don't really like to call a game a legend per se, but I, I guess he kind of is, but if you, like, when you look at their, like, backgrounds and all that, like, that's where all that coming into play. Like, it's it's Jay, and you're like, all right, Rockefeller, this, that, that, and third. You're talking about Dre, NWA, Death Row. Man, then you say Snoop. It's like Snoop is a part of that, and then you're looking at it, it's like, it's just so much of a weight. As far as Bun B and UGK, I mean, it really is and i'll be honest it's just a popularity contest at the end of the day yeah. you know like like you said like after big pimping what, where was like did ugk really have that like legendary run now we can't say that you know they got hindered cuz pimp went to jail uh but i think bun really took off uh separately cuz he had to of course yeah, he did have I really think that you know, when it comes to the business, when it comes to the business, I, you know, people see records being sold. As much as people say it doesn't matter, people see records being sold. All they see where your face is the most. Uh, if we look back at it, you talking about three of the greatest faces, and Jay. Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg. And then Mm -hmm. if you add the game in there, just that connection of G-Unit, connection of 50. Like, look at Buck. Buck is forever gonna be like, still like, and I'm not gonna say forever in the news, because he's not forever in the news, but he kind of has that face card because Mm -hmm. he was part of G-Unit, which is a legendary group. That's that's great.
1: That's definitely Um, true. But think about like Atlanta, like you just talked about. Yeah. Think about how big Atlanta is. Who is who is the version of a J or a, doc, or a Dr. Dre that comes from Atlanta with the whole history that Atlanta has accumulated at this point with all of the fucking legendary people that have come from Atlanta? Is there a person in Atlanta? Because I'm, I'm telling you, hell no, because I understand how bias works against the South. And like, there is never going to be a person that they give that same credit from Atlanta. Like, there ain't no Atlanta nigga. That can give you the stamp of approval that shoots you to the next level. There is not one. They will oh, yeah. not was, let it happen. <laughs> the only was, nigga from the south that has catapulted somebody is Lil Wayne. That's the mm-hmm. only nigga who has had a stamp of approval that means anything that big. And he had yeah. to be like at the top of his game when he was doing. it. Yeah, and
0: I was gonna, I was gonna say that it, it isn't one.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not. It and,
0: and it's, it's, it's because, it's because like. It, it, it's, it's because we're getting our like Tip is now that guy I would say well I, okay not, I'm going to take Tip out because not. of his <laughs> I'm going to take Tip out because of his his ongoing troubles but let, let's just say Gucci kind of let's say Gucci is that guy right okay. now we'll, and I'm we'll going to say Gucci that. is that guy and what I mean is I think we're just now getting those guys now mm. the part that sucks is Cause everybody's gonna be like, well, how the hell you gonna count out Andre 2000 and Outkast and UGK and, and and Swisher House and J Prince and this and that, bro? They weren't known for the co-sign at all, really. Yeah, like at all. Like A. Ball and JG. I think it, the way stuff builds up. Is this right? Like, let's look at let's look at New York, right? Let's look at now. Nah, let's go to yeah, let's do New York. If we go back to like the start, the whole history with Africa Ban and them, yeah. People don't really know who they are. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if we look down here and we're talking about A we talking about UGK, we talk about uh uh Swisher Hounds, we talk about screwed up music, we talking about Atlanta when we when we talk about like say we talk about uh shoot, some older, older Atlanta folks. I'm Man, trying to. Three Seasons Mafia. F- uh, yeah, we're talking about Three talking Seasons Mafia. Master media. P. Yeah. No limit soldiers. Well, let's take Master <laughs> P out. Master, Let's take Master P out because Master P bubbled to that top. Master P could be the Jay-Z. It's just, Master P got weird. I think he didn't, he didn't know when to leave. Uh, but if... Jay-Z ain't left either. <laughs> yeah, but Jay Z still performing at a high level. That You know what I'm saying? But we, we're not going to let's leave no them man, out we, for a second. That's a whole other <laughs> discussion. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, we got a lot of people who started laying that groundwork, like outcasting them, laid that groundwork so that so you're saying we
1: just behind as far as like yes, building that's the what foundation I'm saying and then getting up to that point.
0: Yes. So now okay. we can look at. You know, even though Tip is going through what he's going through, we can look at Tip in that hindsight. We can look at Gucci because Gucci really is like when Gucci goes get somebody, they become hits. We can. uh, I'm trying to think of if there's anyone in Texas we can put that in. We can. We can. I might not. I I want somebody to be there, but I don't know who. Uh, Because Texas, the Texas hip hop scene kind of went. Like I don't know. It was it weird. hasn't
1: been as big in recent yeah. years.
0: But you know, we can kind of look at, you know, if we just run with Gucci, we can kind of look at them as that stamp up from we can almost do Trick Daddy the same. Uh, because after Trick Daddy, we got we got Trick Trina. And then from there it was like, you know, all of that. And then there's Wayne. I mean, if you look at the hot boys. The hot boys, you know, same as, you know, kind of that, that, that T.I. run, they became some big cash money and no limit. You you kind of see them as they begin to, to run. But then that birthed, that birthed a Drake. That yeah. is now the biggest star in hip hop Birthed to Nikki, who is the biggest star. So that's when you like those cosigns then <laughs> really matter because then that groundwork is built. You know
2: what I'm saying? So, so now we're there. just we're just <laughs> behind, I guess. This is the yeah. last thing I'ma <laughs> say, man. Um <laughs> I was just looking at, at those three albums that I brought up, man, and, and y'all spoke on the cosign. So J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar both had Jay-Z on that first album, on mm-hmm. the album that I mentioned. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. and I'ma to i am I'ma even go as far to take. Jay-Z off of Kendrick's. But Kendrick had Dr. Dre. He had Dre on that album. and Good Kid, Mad City. J. Cole had Kanye West. Not taking anything away from that talent, because, bro, trust me, these brothers are talented. Yeah, absolutely. Kanye West was on uh, uh, J. Cole's uh, Sideline Story album. Um, Jay-Z was on it. Um, uh, Missy Elliott was on Mm -hmm. that album. So, Drake he was got on there B, too, wasn't it? Who? No, Drake was. No, Trey Songz was on there. Yeah, Trey and this Songz was a time was when there, yeah. Trey Songz was like I the think, man yeah. in R&B. Yeah. So they got all those cosigns on Chris Catalactica album, Bun B, uh, Wiz Khalifa was on there. I ain't looking at it. I'm kind of like just going off the top of the head. But let me go back to it again real quick. Um, you Bum-B, Raphael Sadiq, Rico Love, E40 Wiz Khalifa, um, Devin the Dude, and Bum-B, Big Sink, um, Lupe Fiasco, ASAP was on the deluxe. You know what I'm saying? So the cosign is
0: important. Wait, hold up. What did you say his first album was?
2: It wasn't his first album. It was the big the big one. This first one was what what was his first one? I think live from the is,
1: underground. Yeah, live from the underground. His first album that he put out on a uh, Def Jam, I think. Yeah. Was, so
0: I don't.
1: <laughs> and that one had.
0: Yeah, we we uh, gotta. So we we gotta pretty just, much the same uh,
1: motherfuckers. A. ball and MJD, see, what was all on there. Uh, probably Bun B, Devin the Dude was on hydroplaning. Uh, I think Titty Boy might be on there somewhere. <laughs> he might have <laughs> still been Titty Boy at that time. Uh, so
0: so on live from the underground, you got A. 2 B. 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 King, he was 2 chains at that time you so, got Ludacris you got Anthony Hamilton Bun B Devin Adu uh the same Madonna, people Fiona you got B.B. King which I guess yeah you got B.B. King on the album uh which yeah. is a flex,
1: but yeah, it's, it's not a, a it's your, not a popularity a, flex, but that's a flex though. <laughs> it's, a <laughs> it's, big flex. it's a I mean, like he has some—he got some Look. icons on his albums. It's a um, big flex. We, bro, they, like you, we you got those, flex, sound, we gonna, like, those sound more like those don't sound more like I'm—I'm I'm putting this big artist on your song because I think this is gonna pop the same way as like a Trey song on the app on uh, J. Cole album. That sounds like Crit met these motherfuckers and asked them if they want to do a song with them. That's what that sounds like to me. Because mm-hmm. all of those features make all the fucking sense in the world. It's like, yes, yeah. Crit did a song with B.B. King because both of them niggas from Mississippi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, they make all the goddamn sense in the world. Bun B, he been working with this nigga since forever. So yes, he, Devin the dude was on like, Crit was here. Like, that shit, bingo. Two chains. He down the street and it left. Uh, who was the other niggas? That y'all said it was on
2: that album. Anthony Hamilton, uh, Anthony, Anthony Hamilton, Hamilton, Hamilton. Nice.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's what I'm saying. The cosign is important, and the, and the popular popularity of the the art, the the feature. Like yeah. the, we talked about features before, man, and how features can just skyrocket a, a artist. Like even mm-hmm. with uh Morey being on just a mm-hmm. just a chorus.
1: Yeah. Of J. Cole's latest album, is gonna do so much for him. Which we ain't talking about how J. Cole was on the Blueprint 3. He didn't before his album which is like a subtle nod. Hey y'all, look at this nigga coming up. Right. So it's it's like, man, they they didn't they didn't treat Crit like he was gonna be one of those
2: artists like J. Cole and Kendrick. Cause they already up.
1: knew he wasn't. That's what I'm saying. Them niggas know like, immediate, they heard this nigga the way that his voice sound on the track Right, they they're dude, like, no, that ain't, ain't, ain't going work man. We can't push that Right,
2: so <laughs> it's, it's like they can still, they can always you know, if you look at the commercialized uh, the commercialization of Crit as an artist, that's gonna always have an asterisk behind it, because he, he, for me it Crit is better off where he is now like would he be in the same place that he's he is now if he didn't sign with a with a major label? I don't know. I want to say no, but then again, you don't know. But crit talent wise, to me, in my opinion, talent wise, you can't mention Kendrick and and J Cole without mentioning him. You know, and and that's all I got to say about it. I mean, we could we can run around this topic for days and hours like we have been. But yeah. that's my final thought on it. You guys go ahead and give your final thoughts on should be should crit be mentioned in the conversation with J. Cole and Kendrick, man.
0: Go ahead, Steve. <laughs> I, I I think he kind of proves Stanley point, right? With, with what you just said, Tommy. What? <laughs> uh, cuz like from his original statement he just said like lyrically and talent wise yes but commercially success no i think kind of said the same thing as him but you can't you get can, like i don't feel like
2: you can count commercialization in that in that category and what we're talking about because it's it's not it's not what crit didn't do you know what i'm saying it's like kind of saying that um the New Orleans Pelicans didn't make it to the playoffs because uh the Golden State Warriors won
0: has nothing to do with what Crit did or didn't do. You know what I'm saying? So Well yeah, he let me see, he added the range of stuff in there. But mm, I don't know. I don't think it should. That's why I say I think it's two different conversations. Uh, Like you just said, talent-wise, like, yeah. Like, of course. Like I said before, like all the creativity, lyricism, all of that, absolutely. Um, But I can't say that Cole and Kendrick didn't find a way to separate themselves from the pack. Um, Because they did. They wouldn't be where they were today if they didn't. The, now, whether that is whether that is because, you know, Craig either did or didn't do something, I don't have the answer for that. I just looking at the, you know, I'm just looking at what's laid out in front of me. And I'm just kind of putting my Southern bias to the side and just drawing it up and just looking at career, not really speculating on cosign, this or that just kind of looking at it talent wise. Absolutely. But has, have they found a way to, you know, move up to kind of separate themselves from that? Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, whether it's cause of regionals or whatever, I can't say, but and it, it might be a big point to that. Uh, but yeah, so I, th- I think it just, I, <laughs> I still think it's like two separate conversations. Yeah. At, at a certain point. And it's like, I, don't know. I think we got to be a little more specific because all that embodies so much as yeah. to an artist. Because we can, it can lay out there as blanket, but then it's like, all right, what you mean? Because, you know, it is. Kendra hasn't put out an album in how many years? And we're still talking about this man. It's, it's, it's like, okay. <laughs> you know, uh, as far as Cole, like the other day, I was saying, yo, Lil' Baby is probably the best rapper out at this current moment. And then Cole just comes out of nowhere, and I'm like, Yeah, Cole is still <laughs> that guy. Uh, have we heard from Crick in a minute? Well, you dropped a one record but we haven't. So it's kind of like, I can't not put Crick in that. You know, I can't take Crick out of that conversation because we haven't heard from him in a minute. So I I just, we got to be more specific and What do you mean by, should he be mentioned? Like if we're saying just talent wise, I think we all agree. Uh, But then if we're looking at careers and who jumped to what level or whatever, (laughs) and that's where things get sticky because, you know, we are fans of the guy, period. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, absolutely. But then, you know, if I'm trying to be objective and look at career trajectories and all that BS and whatever, then I'm like, oh, OK, I get people. I get the point. I get what some people are making because, you know, me, I'm the, I hate the Grammys, So don't bring up who got Grammy awards. I hate that. Like, fuck the Grammys. I'll let y'all know that again. Uh, so I don't really care about awards that much, but if I'm thinking about, all right, like we just said, we reviewed uh, J. Cole's album. We was like, man, dude just turned another gear. <laughs> like <laughs> we like, oh my goodness, where is he going now? Um, you know, so uh, yeah, that's where I'm at with it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: what say you, Greg? I, mean, I think I think uh, Steve is right. I think it is two different conversations. I think that it's like kind of like what Stanley said. If if you're talking about like him, his talent, talent wise, definitely he goes right there with him. Um, and then I think that's the end of that statement. I think that that's exactly what the fucking statement was talking about. And I think yeah. that it was kind of obtuse of Stanley to throw in the, the fucking commercialization and all that other shit that he threw in which is why this conversation had to be had. Because I think mm-hmm. that he knew that that's what the people were saying and he threw that in and I felt like that was a slight. And I was like, nigga, why? <laughs> yeah. like, why, would you, why would you throw in this slight when you know that that's what these people are talking about? You know that they're talking about lyrically, talent-wise, he should be in that conversation. They're not saying he should be in the same conversation as the commercial success. That's an obvious fucking this. Like, mm-hmm. we, we know mm-hmm. that. So I didn't I didn't think that he was trying to really argue. I think it was just like slick a little dig. Like, yeah, but that nigga ain't do this type of shit. You're like, come on, bro. <laughs> we, we know that. But we we was just talking about this. And so I think that's why the reaction happened the way it did on the status. Because people was like, bro, why are you digging it this way, bro? Like, <laughs> all we were saying is this nigga cold. And then you came in here to say, he slick cold, but he ain't as cold as I think he is. And it's like, hello, bro. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, we, we can't do that. We not finna do that.
0: So yeah. And yeah, the question that's... of is it cold or not? Just leave it at that. It's yes or no. Yeah. yeah. cold or not. Yeah, that might be simple as that. <laughs> <laughs> that's too funny, man. Well,
2: there you have it, man. Our thoughts on is crit should be mentioned in the likeness of Cole, J. Cole, and Kendall Lamar. Um, let us know your your thoughts um in the comments below. Let us know. Um, send us, go to the Facebook or Instagram page, let us know there. Um, we would love to hear your your actual opinion about this discussion because, like I said earlier, we could possibly talk about this all day and all night because Crit is is one of our favorite rappers from all of
1: us. <laughs> right, the job of the listener, y'all please get this to crit some kind of a way. Right, right. Like Post <laughs> this shit and tag him and be like, bro, he's supposed to take for you, bro. He's supposed to really come on hard for you, bro. Like, right. do this shit, please.
2: Right. So we can um, get him on the show. So definitely <laughs> so we can get him on the show, man. Just shoot the shit with him, man. Um, Absolutely. With that being said, man, I want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Speaker Giggers Podcast. Um, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Speaker Geekers Podcast. If you haven't already, please go follow us on the YouTube channel as well as subscribe to the YouTube channel and subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts via Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, Deezer, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, we're there. So go subscribe to it as well. Um, You can follow me on Instagram at IamTommyT3rd. You got Steve at the great Steve O. Steve. You got Greg at instantly underscore G. Um, yeah, that's all I
0: got, man. You guys got anything you want to add? But we get out of here. Hey, look here. Drake ain't Drake ain't on no Mount Rushmore. Uh, I'm just gonna change <laughs> <out> that <there>.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> if we gonna do it. It's gonna be of the new era. Then we we going Cole Kendrick Crick, and Nikki. Just leave it at that. I liked it. <laughs> I man. actually liked it. Okay. Drake ain't going on there, bro. You ain't putting
2: Drake on there?
0: No. Drake
2: must have. his. Okay, I ain't say say no more. Greg, you got anything else you want to say, man? No, man. Peace the fuck out, bro. That's my long-ass episode. Man. man. <laughs> right. Right. It really hey, is. With that being said, man, I'm <laughs> out, man. Peace.
3: Peace. Peace.